Alternative universe would be different, wouldn't it? It's got more uh, eyeliner. Yeah. I thought I'd crossed over into an alternate universe. Maybe I have. Good morning. It's Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. Let's do today's starting lineup so you know who's uh, who's taking the field to play for you today. The man straight ahead. He's all plaid, but not in a Tesla kind of way. Plaid in kind of a grunge rock kind of way. Ladies and gentlemen, all long sleeves, the hardest working man in show business, heavyweight champ, doing it to you, he'll knock you out. Mama He'll said. knock you right out of your shoes, man. He's uh, got so many interests, so many hobbies. Not only is he a vlogger, a podcaster, mm-hmm. I don't even know what they call it anymore. A vlogcast? When you're on camera, a I don't streamer. even... A streamer. Influencer. A heavy streamer. His stream is heavy. Sex ladies, symbol. Ladies and gentlemen, his stream is strong. Uh, he's our producer. He's a shoe head, a food head. We hit that taco truck. That was damn good Oh, my, don't bring it up, That was man. damn good. That, I think I'm going to put that as, like, top three taco. Yeah, Austin. yeah. We hit that yesterday. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together right now for Mr. Chew El Dorado. Thank you so much. The man to my right. What can I say? I'm just going to keep it short and sweet because he's Austin's greatest living storyteller, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. He learned his craft on the stages from, from coast to coast, east to west, north to south, the heartland of America, the Bible Belt, the Sun Belt, Tornado Alley. He did it all. Tin Pan Alley. He's been everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, doing, doing comedy. But he settled down. He found a found a beautiful woman, mm. made a beautiful family, and, mm. and sold out. I mean, settled settle down. I almost said sold out. Settled down. He made it hard, too. Yeah. And uh, he he's here with us good. every morning. Former star of episodic television. Stand-up comic, ladies and gentlemen. A man who likes to do it himself. DIY. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. For the marvelous, Mr. Matthew. Thank you, sir. Thank you. See how I brought it down there at the end? Yeah. Cool. Super cool like that. The gentleman has been warming us all up here this morning. Uh, he One of the things that people may forget about him, he's an incredible father, and he has created some great kids. And uh, I want to tell you about one of them. The youngest, in fact, has... Uh, Created moving images, moving pictures. Oh, the youngest one in her. Short video. And uh, not only has he created a great one, but it's been recognized by a big old national company. And the big old national company said, hey, we want you. Uh, we're going to put you in a bit of a contest. And his son has a chance of winning more money than uh, Chewy or I make combined in a year. And uh, we want your help because uh, we need you to vote 
for him. He'll tell you more about yeah, that. Yeah, tell morning, you more about. But, that. I got. Thanks for reminding me. But how many of you out there can say, "Hey, I've done a hell of a job with a boy." Wait, that sounded that sounded really that sounds weird. Sounds really sounds very alternative really alternate, weird. Ter- alternative universe. He's not weird. Uh, he's the man that keeps us all going. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, Mr. Bob Fonseca. Oh, thank you very much. I'm going to wait till we have a little more of an audio. I just want to see where if he's. Well, I think you should be hitting at every break. Let me see if he's in the lead. You know, a little, little well, more of an audience. Every every break. I know, but I don't want to. Let me see if if we're way if he's way behind. I'll. What is this for, too? Did he build, he he built go, a volcano or something? So he, yeah. So Dylan found out about this contest through a friend of ours that works in banking. said, hey, there's this contest uh, where high school kids can make these 30-second videos, no longer than 30 seconds, about saving money and their future and all that stuff. And there's a local contest, and you can win that, and then you go on, and you can go on to the what? national contest. How so old he, you got to be? So he won the local contest with his 30-second video, and now he's... He's uh, in the national contest for the American Bankers Association, and uh, he's up against another high school kid in like the semifinals of this video thing, and it's a voting thing on Instagram, and it's a little convoluted. That's the that's the problem. I had to teach my wife about stories and how to find those, but I'll tell you about it in just a second. Let me just see if he's if he's not in the lead. I'll plug it right now. If, if if he is in the lead, I'll just do it either way. I'll wait till okay. So go to Instagram when you get a chance. Go to the American Banker, American Bankers Association. You don't have to follow them or anything. Just go to their Instagram, click on their stories, and a lot of people don't know how to click on stories. You go up to their logo in the upper left-hand corner, with it has the rainbow around it. Yeah, and you uh, and you uh, click on that. Go to his story. Oh, he's up. He's winning fifty-four percent. To forty six percent. I haven't nice. even plugged it on the radio yet. That's nice. So, um, click on their stories. Go to his story, which is called what? What's it called, Matt? It's called uh, "Prepare, Save, and Soar." So, just click through the stories until you see Dylan. Well, I, I, and it's just a thirty second video you have to watch, and then a voting screen comes up, and vote on the second video, which is his. Don't watch your big fat thumbs. Yeah, if you want to find a link to it, you can go to the stories on Matt and Bob FM okay. on Instagram, and that'll click you through to everything. And if you just vote for him, you can make a little bit of a uh, little bit of cash, a or move on, move on to the final finals. He or can we'll, retire after this. Well, he can already do that. But prepare, save, and soar is his video. Again, American Bankers Association, their stories on Instagram. Just You can just, what do you do? You click on the right side of the screen there until you get to his story. And then just watch his little video. He shot it. We used his footage um, that he took when he went to see the rocket launch a couple months ago. You vote for this. He'll take his shirt off in the next video. I will? Or he will? Both of them. I will. I'll take my shirt off. So I know it's convoluted, and, and but you'll figure it out. You're smart because you're a Mornings with Matt and Bob listener. You'll figure it out. Um, now you're schmoozing him. Uh, but it's good to see that he's in the lead, even without any radio promotion. So there you go. There you go. American you go. Bankers Association Instagram. Stories. I know. I Find his video. Watch I'm, 30 that's seconds. That's one of my favorite accounts is the American <laughs> Bankers Their well. memes are out of control. Hey, man, they it's got the money. They, do. they got the money. I mean, he has a chance to win like nine Gur. What's he going to do with all that? Look at the fat sacks on that one. He already put 15 in his pocket, 1,500. 
And now you can, it's up for a nine gur if he can win this. What's the big the big championship one at the end? What's Who that? Who knows? I mean, these are bankers, man. They just open up the vault, you know. I hope he gets a Tesla truck before. Huh? You. <laughs> you know who got you know who got his invitation, which means I'll probably get my invitation next week. Who? Michael Riley. Y'all are worlds apart, though. Yeah, no, no, we know. Money, he's successful. Money he's wise, successful. No, money we, wise, we yeah. put in our application. Doesn't matter. They, on the same day, you don't think they know everything about you? Echo with the Tesla company. He might Why are sold. they blocking me? T blocking you? Yeah, I don't care. I don't want that pressure of having to make that decision. I can't make. You're that waiting. Decision. You, you can't. can't wait I bet it. Some tells me you don't need to drive that thing, dude. You do. You don't, bro. Just, your car got dented up, and it's you're riding around with a giant dent. Why you got it? Wow! Why you got to do that to you, me? Like why, you gotta dent, why you got to dent shame me right now? You know that that's driving me insane. I've right? got I've got like four driving dents. you insane. And you my, know it. You know we got to park next to you, and my bumper's <laughs> sagging. You know that drives me insane. That I have to wait till like next week before I can get a PDR guy to. Thank God that panel mm-hmm. that that is one of the only panels on the on my car that's not made out of aluminum or some kind of. Plastic. Yeah. It's actually steel. So uh-huh. steel, I found out, is softer than aluminum and easier to easier to repair. Uh huh. So I was very fortunate that it's there, and there's access to it from the back, so they can hopefully push it out. But push it out. This is my family. I'd use I my son's money too. Why did you even do that to me on a fr- on a hot dog Friday? Why do you even? I had forgotten about it. I'm trying to get you to purchase this truck. All right, so I'm, I can drive around too. Maybe I do have the email. I just haven't seen it. Spam? I don't, maybe, yeah, maybe it's in my spam folder. I'm anyway. just saying, like you run into somebody in this truck or vice versa. I know that invitation's coming soon. I know it is. It, I just feel it. I've been feeling it for a couple days. I don't know why I didn't do something cool like a box gets sent to your house and you open it and doves fly out or something crazy. <laughs> like It's just an email? going to say a lot. Yeah. You know? Rolls-Royce does something crazy, you know? It's mm-hmm. true. It, it does feel like it's a little underwhelming just to be like, hi, you're next in line you to give us 100 not. grand. Maybe you'll get it this And evening. I think I promised you the first ride, didn't I, Chewie? You 100% did. I saved the audio. No. I've still never gotten a ride in this regular Tesla. What? I thought we've gone before. I've gone once, and he went really fast on the road. It was dangerous. Scared wasn't dangerous me. at all. Scared me. We did. I did have an incident with Sawyer in the in the car the other day, though. Oh, he threw up. Well, no. I said, "Hey, this is full self drive." I went click click, <laughs> and then it started to veer into a barrier. <laughs> I had a whoops. I got to take control. Got to well, take control. Why did I do that? Did I don't know. You there? know how constructed the roads change all the time in this town. I don't know. Maybe it hadn't been mapped yet or something. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. Oh. Okay. I, don't know. I mean, I know how it all works, but I'm saying I don't know how quick. So you can I don't know remake. How quick, but my my particular car has both. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, radar, radar, and and cameras and map data. Despite all that, not it all the ran Teslas, into a barrier. Not all the Teslas have radar. Well, it would have. Was the barrier painted like a child? <laughs> See, you're the problem. You're the reason. Yeah. You're the reason. You're starting this propaganda. You're the reason I'm not getting my invitation. Because they take the show as, the show as a whole. They're not taking my request, you know, See, movie pr- serious because they listen to the show and I got a bunch of naysayers in here. It's nice that they're listening to the show. This pr- production companies, movie production companies, 
they need to do the right reboots because it would be the perfect time to reboot Christine. Whenever all of the smart car technology now it's a little more believable. Oh, that a smart car comes and can kill and it's killing people. That I mean that Christine. I don't know. It's possessed by a soul or something. Something but maybe like it's that. maybe it's not fun anymore. You would tell us really quickly about Renegade. I am. I got it right here because uh, I'm bringing you into the Renegade fold. Click, click. It is click click boom time. We've gone through the clickbait, so you don't have to. Today, I'm very excited to bring to all of you 15 acronyms you see every day, but you may not know the meaning of. Huh? 15 acronyms you see every day and their meanings. Sound good? Yeah. Is OPP good about in this? here? I don't know. Oh. Remember how clickbait works. You won't see it until... I won't see it until you hear it. Make sense? I mean, I have seen the first one. That's it. Because I was like, oh, is this something that we even are interested in? I saw the first one and I was like, yep, I didn't even know that, but I see that all the time. The letters UL can be found on, on many things. You ever see UL? I see it all the time. Anytime I plug anything in, in fact, most plugs have a tag on it that has that circle. It says UL. Yeah. Sometimes you see it printed uh, or pressed into the metal of things. Uh, light switches, electrics. Uh, UL stands for Underwriters, Underwriters Laboratories. Laboratories. How or did you know that? Or laboratories. How the hell did you know that? Because that used to be a big thing. And it's a big thing now with e-bikes, too. You want to try to get one with a UL-listed battery. Under uh, underwriters laboratory. How the hell did you know that? I un, I know that it's on smoke alarms. It's on personal yeah. flotation devices. Uh-huh. It's on uh, electric plugs. It's on heaters. It's a company that's been conducting product safety testing for more than a century. Try if it. an item meets UL's safety standards, it earns the right to bear a UL mark. That's right. Wow. Well. If you're going to take it and have it tested for these safety standards, wouldn't you want to advertise to people more what Underwriters Laboratories is? Uh, I don't know, man. I think they're trying to keep their head down. Like, that's how they sneak up on you. That, you know, that way they can't, their employees can't Smart. take bribes or whatever. Like, hey, you know, if you put your UL stamp on here, I'd get you a little something, something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like the YKK on your zipper. Right. Yeah. Now, well, what's the other? I see electronic components that have other little initials like CE or whatever. Yeah, maybe it. that'll come later. But I William Henry Merrill got the idea to set up an electrical testing laboratory after being dispatched to check fire risks at the Chicago's World Fair. That was in 1893. The Underwriters Electric Bureau was founded in 1894, and Underwriters Laboratories was incorporated in 1901. UL began offering its label service to certify products that had been tested in 1906. There you go. Now, Bob, I've got some good news for you. Are you ready? Oh, man. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Number two, this is, and you don't even know, CE. Okay. Yeah, that's on everything. Every electronic component. Certified electronic? Pretty much. It, it's a weird-looking CE. It looks like a half of a circle. Yeah. And then another half of a circle, but with the line across the right. middle to make the E. And you do see it, like, if you take anything apart. If you ever take your iPhone apart or anything, you'll see CE inside of there. It's on the bottom of a lot of... Right here. Right there. Right here on this camera. Look and at there's it. also an FC. And there's also an IC. You may have spotted CE on eyeglass frames. 
mobile phones, mobile phone packaging, appliances, electronics, and more. CE stands for the French phrase, conformité. That's the Illuminati. That's the Illuminati speaking. Your French is so good. Conformité European. Conformité European. I don't. Uh, Conformité European. <laughs> I got him good. It means European compliance, and the CE designation indicates that an item has met the standards to be sold in the European economic area. Okay. Certification process ensures that its products in specific categories adhere to safety, health, environmental standards. Placing CE on things isn't required outside of Europe, but plenty of manufacturers leave CE mark on items to show, hey, these passed whatever. Our cameras have them right here underneath. There's a, there's a label. Says CE. What's the CF then? I don't know what the CF is, and there's an I there's an IC designation too, but no UL. But maybe because it doesn't heat. I think only toasters and stuff have UL. Toasters and batteries. Mm. I don't know. You may also see FCC on some of your items, headphones, things like that. Mobile phones, earbuds, television stations, we know other communication is. devices operate on radio frequencies in the United States. The federal Communications Commission yep. checks to make sure these devices can function with no harmful interference. They also will take your emails when you go, Hey, I was listening the other day, and these guys, they talked about their buttholes on the radio. And then it's, I had my grandchild in the car. And he said, What is a butthole? And I, Wafted away some of the heavy smoke. I smoke. I'm a smoker. I smoke a lot in the car. And I, t- I said, don't listen to this. Go back to eating your Jesus Krispies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever seen Otis on an elevator before? O-T-I-S. No. It's been a while since I've been on an elevator. Oh, yeah. I've Anytime seen that. you get on an elevator, if you look down right there when the doors open on the base plate right there will be O-T-I-S. I thought that was the manufacturer. Like, I thought they were a big... Well, elevator company or something. They they are. This one I don't understand. It's not really a uh, an acronym. It stands for the Otis Elevator Company, and I've always known that. Otis refers to the Otis Elevator Company, and uh, that's Otis patented his invention in 1861. In the 1830s and 1840s, passengers regularly died in elevators. When lifting cables would break. Wow. Regularly divide. Inventor Elijah Graves Otis created an elevator safety brake. And in 1853 showed off his invention at New York City's Crystal Palace Convention by ascending on an open platform, cutting the hoisting rope with an axe, and not falling thanks to the safety brake. Four years later, E.V. Hochwood and company's department store in Manhattan became the first business to use elevators equipped with the special brake. Imagine coming out with your special brake. It takes you four years to get somebody to buy the damn thing. It's for their own good. Think about the lives that were lost. What were they using? A bouncy spring or something? No, people just were dying. What do you mean, bouncy spring? They were literally just dying. They were falling and dying. Otis Elevators helped transform cities. Today, the company continues to make elevators with the name Otis displayed inside the safety mechanisms in present-day elevators even stick to the same basic engineering principles. 
that Otis originally used. That's why you can't. That's why you don't have to worry about dying in an elevator anymore. I just don't know why there was nothing. Like, weren't there shocks on cars already and stuff? Or? Yeah, but what would it? Okay, if you're falling, right, five stories. That's like jumping off of a five story building. Yeah, a spring is just going to shoot your legs up through your butthole. Okay, well, I mean, were there like giant bouncy houses back then? Nothing could inflate on the bottom. There's something that could have been. Can't there's be. a safety break that Otis came up with. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're, what you're trying to fight here. No, I'm just saying it's a little. You're late. frustrating me. A little you're, late, Otis. No, it's not a little late. It was right on time. I got a heartburn. You ever looked at uh, your tomato ketchup? Oh, Bob. Yeah. Favor. Mm-hmm. Could you tell people about? Uh, oh no, it's both of us. We got next Evo. Hang on, and I'm gonna tell you. You ever seen that little U in a circle on a ketchup package? I don't notice these things. I guess I'm devouring. I stuff don't think you do notice better things. Better check your eyesight and get some glasses or something. We're gonna talk about how a lot of times on food you'll see it's mm-hmm. a U inside of a circle. We're yeah. gonna talk about what that is. Okay. The U inside of a circle on some food items indicates that it's processed according to Jewish dietary laws. The letter U is actually inside of an O, not a circle. It's supposed to be O-U, not a U inside of a circle. It stands for Orthodox Union, and that means it's kosher. Oh. I haven't seen that as much. Let's see if it's on this. Look in there. It's probably in there, maybe. There's a four inside of a triangle. That's a recycle. What all... What process does it have to go through for it to be kosher? Then? Things have to be kept separate. You know, you can't certain specific kind of kitchen, right? A spe- certain kind of kitchen, and uh, it has to kind of be uh, okayed by um, a rabbi who goes, "Yep, yep." I think originally they and does he like go to like different factories? Well, I think in the old days a rabbi had to kind of like pray right over the actual foods. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that doesn't work in the when we're trying to feed as many people as we have now. So I think the rabbi is on staff and he prays over the facility. He can uh, do every the whole factory. Yeah. That counts. So. Yeah, I think he kind of goes in and goes, "Hey, everything here, everything here is pretty cool. Uh-huh. It's all cool. Thank you." Yeah. So there's kosher and then there's halal. Which, uh, if you're a Muslim, that is sticking uh, to, to those dietary laws, uh-huh. and it's very, and it's it's what's funny because the two are very similar. Okay, and it all comes it, if you research it, it all comes from a place of uh, of good. People were dying from food a lot back in the day, and so yeah, they still are. Religion was kind of your your guiding point. That's where you got. They were the only places that had books, and they were trying to. So they just said, okay, look, stop. Stop mixing these things. Stop eating these things. Because they're trying to keep people alive. Okay. People didn't know you. And people are savages. We like to eat whatever. Right. So Let's- it turned out that there was warm waters in the Mediterranean. People were eating a bunch of shellfish. They were getting vibrio or whatever and dying. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have the science to know why. So at the time, I think the rabbi just stepped up and said, Okay, no more shellfish. Don't eat any shellfish. God doesn't want you to eat it. Now... I, do I feel bad for, that a lot of Jewish people are missing out on, like, a, more, a baked oyster or whatever? Yeah, I feel terrible about more it. More endless shrimp for me? That's exactly right. All right. I'm uncomfortable. Let's go. 
Pet. What does pet stand for? You see it on plastic bottles. Pet. Oh, yeah. Pet. P-E-T. On many plastic bottles, most of the ones that hold beverages have P-E-T on them. Uh, plastic enforced tube. <laughs> I love that. That's great. But you'll never guess. It's actually for polyethylene terephthalate. It's part of the polyester family of polymers. Above the word pet on these bottles, you'll usually see a one in a triangle made up of arrows. That's the recycling code. Pet bottles can successfully be recycled, so you should actually always be recycling pet bottles instead of chunking them away. Hmm. Now I'm looking at all the labels. Well, it turns out that everything has something written on it. Look, that has the U. That's the first time I've noticed the O and the U. What, so what is that that's this kosher? Is, this is Columbe... Colum... Columbe coffee? Yeah, in a can. Hang on, let There's, me... Uh, some Urban Mate over there. Let's see, this is, uh, this is the... Guayaki Organic Yerba Mate. This is what I'm going to be doing all day now. Have you? Thank you. Thank you, Matt. This has become my new addiction is this uh, Guayaki Yerba Mate. Huh. And at, let's see. on everything. Yeah, this says organic, gluten-free, a B inside. Oh, it says kosher, but it has a different... It's it's certified by a different kosher group. It says KSA kosher. No, this one just has a plain D on it. Oh, that's filled with D. Uh, All right, then why is there a little owl on our money? The Illuminati. You yeah. Think so? yeah. Yeah. Ask Cat Williams to explain the, it to you. The third eye on that pyramid. Yeah. You know what that means. <laughs> but here's yeah. the, here's the last one I'm going to ask you. Okay. Okay. All right. U S B. You see it everywhere, but what does it sound for? What does USB stand for? Universal something bus. Universal serial bus, I believe. Well, take all the damn fun out of is this, it right? Bob. Is yes, that right? it's right. It's right. Utility bean. Well, you should be happy for me. Here's Ross. the thing I don't understand about universal serial bus. It's not universal. It's a terrible name. And I always put it in upside, upside down. To, upside down. Every, Every some, time. If something is universal. Here's the weird thing. about you. Here's the weird thing about a, a USB. You put it every single time it's upside down, right? So yeah. you flip it over, and then that turns out to be upside down. Then you flip it back to the original way, and it plugs in. I believe that they secretly move when they know that you've touched them. It could be, but I can't figure out why there's, I don't get it right 50% of the time. There's it no seems like the law of averages would... For it to be that way. No. I feel like you could just make it... We had to wait for a USB-C. Plug in. Well, yeah. USB-C has been beautiful because of that that very thing right there. Except a lot of times you don't have the right cable. Both ends look exactly the same. Yeah. Ladies. And, uh, and you also can flip faster, it. It doesn't yeah. matter. USB-C is, uh, it took us, but it took us 20 years to get there. Serial ports, parallel ports. That's all the stuff that we had before USB. That, I guess, was the idea of universal, which is that you would need an individual style port. Every time you plugged in, you would just need this one port. Yeah. And that's what they meant by universal. USB made it possible for different devices to hook up to computers via the same connection. The same crappy. You know what I learned, too, now that I'm kind of in the audio space what? on YouTube? I've learned that there's like eight different kinds of Bluetooth. Did you know that? Yes. There's Abtex and there's Bluetooth 5.1 and Bluetooth 5.0 and Bluetooth 4 and... It's all like, I don't even know. And there's other designations. You always want to be compliant with whatever is the latest. Yeah, when's 6G coming out? 
Oh, dude, it gets complicated. Yeah, I'm ready for that. What kind of what kind of mind control will that render? I know I said I was doing the last one, but the next one I kind of peeked at, and I was just going to abandon this. And it looks too good, and I really want to know about it. Okay, is that okay? Yeah. Have you ever noticed? Yes. On your zipper, <laughs> yeah. there are three it's letters embossed. on a zipper. I um. There's also the name of the company sometimes. But let me look. It's YYT or something. You're Isn't close. Isn't there a band with? The, let's see. YKK. That's it. YKK. Yeah. And I've always noticed that on zippers, and I've yeah. always wondered: Is there just one company making all of the zippers? It's on both YKK? sides too. Zippers are a part of our daily lives, whether our jeans, coats, bags, or as long as you, uh, a, something else. Oh, thanks. Now I'm stuck, Matt. God. A closer look at various zippers will likely reveal that most of them are inscribed with the letters YKK. Ah! Mm. I, oh, I just grabbed something. Ah. Are you ready for this? Yes. Yeah. It's going to take me all day to pronounce what YKK stands for. Yoshida... Koyigo Kabashukikikaisha. Kabashukikikaisha. It roughly translates to Yoshida Manufacturing Shareholding Company. This company, founded in, 18, in 1934, uses its own brass, its own polyester, its own threads, and even its own zipper machines. It literally controls the zipper market. The zipper, they've got like a. They, yeah, they've got like a hold on the worldwide zipper market. Well, who wants to make? It seems like a very complicated thing to make. Apparently, they sell them at, at such a reasonable price that nobody else. The combination has made YKK the go-to in the garment industry. More than half the world zippers, more than half of all the zippers in the world, have YKK stamped on them. Hmm. I mean, when you look at the. When you look at a zipper, it's like, how the hell do they make that? It is. It's fabric. It's brass. Yeah. All sewn together. You're right, Bob. It's all those things. And then this thing that somehow slams them together. Yeah. And God forbid, when they go wrong, when they get stuck, you're you're done. You ever get a little bit of skin from your dangle yeah. caught in there? I did one time. You ever do that thing where you zip up a jacket? And then it's all open, but the top is, you didn't really zip it up. It's That's usually when I will, I will directly call the YKK company and ask them what I can do. Do they have a point. customer service hotline? They do, but they only speak Japanese, which makes things a little, a little difficult, you know? Is the New Orleans Jazz Festival the king? Of all festivals. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's <laughs> Rock and Roll News. Oh, you pretty things. My baby's out there. What's happening? It's Rock and Roll News time. And I'm so excited because, well, first of all, let me introduce myself. I'm Bob Fonseca, Rock's last great rock reporter. Wait, but that's redundant. I just said Rock's last great rock reporter. Sounds I'm Rock's last great reporter. And I've got all the news for you. And I got to tell you, I walked around this city yesterday a little down, a little downtrodden and a down on myself because oh, yes. I felt like I had a moment of weakness. I'm sorry. And I felt like maybe rock and roll was over because, 
you know, the Coachella. Was it Coachella? What is the what was the festival lineup that we announced? It was Coachella here recently. And the top name on the Coachella lineup was Lana Del Rey. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. I got nothing against Doja Cat. Not my personal favorite. But not my necessarily uh I don't think I'm aimed at his or her uh I don't think I'm not, I'm not are trying to get you out. I don't know. Well, yeah, you say that, and so anyway, I was I was a little uh, I was a little discouraged that maybe yes, Rock was dead. Woo! But then this morning I woke up, Chewy. I don't know what we're doing, April twenty fifth through May fifth, but we need to be in New Orleans. Yeah, you do. It's about time you guys are finally coming around to this. The New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, April 25th through May 5th, has announced their lineup. Okay? You know you don't want to hear no jazz. It does a body good. Ain't no jazz. There's a couple of jazz records I actually do want to check out. There's a couple of jazz artists. But check out this lineup. Are you ready? Rock is not... Are you ready? Did I see Miles? You're not even ready. He's there. He's gone. Here's just some of the acts. Of course, the Foo Fighters. At the Jazz Festival? Chris Stapleton. Jazzin'? Neil Young and Crazy Horse. He's jazz. The Killers. There you go. Anderson Pack. I'm in now. Greta Van Fleet. Widespread Panic. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Queen Latifah. Trombone Shorty. You ever seen Trombone Shorty? No, I like it. I've seen him a couple times. Really good. Yeah? Really good show. He's from New Orleans. Yeah, plays a tuba. Huh. Big tall guy. Bonnie Raitt. Got really quiet in here. <laughs> well, no, it's a long list. I'm, I got to cherry pick some of these. George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Let me see. If you're cherry picking, are you leaving out some of the good stuff? Yeah, I think he is because he doesn't know. Robert Cray is back. Dude, Robert Cray, come on. Now hey, you man, he can play guitar. All right. But Our no. own Marsha Ball will be there from Austin, Texas. The Beach Boys. Oh, Jesus. Round, round, get around. I get around, yeah, I get around. Hart, John Batiste. John Batiste. The Free Nationals with Anderson Pack. Vampire Weekend. Big Frida. He's leaving some good stuff out, isn't he? Juvenile with Manny Fresh. Yeah. Jose is going to be there. He skipped right over. He skipped right over Big Frida, who's basically Where what, is, is, New, jazz, Orleans. is yeah. New Orleans in Jazz Fest. Well, but they put her name in smaller type. And the and the King Daddy for Panic at the Disco, bands. ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the UK, the Rolling Uglies, the Rolling Stones, headlining the Jazz Fest. Come on, what are we doing here? How do we get tickets? I might go see what's up. How many days? That's like ten days. Boy, yeah, we're it's be... usually over like a two week period, three weekends. We're really gonna be watching different things. Yeah, they aren't you? Let me see who's on the Tower of Power. Weekend get- 2 is is more for you. That's the Rolling Stones, Foo Fighters, Neil Young. Weekend uh, 1 might be more for me. Dad Weekend and Son Weekend? Yeah, I think that's the... They got the Wallflowers. The Wallflowers? On, dude, don't, don't get excited about the Wallflowers. I'm not. I'm listening for y'all to get excited. About. Why would that excite me? This uh, festival is huge. That's like saying, hey, man, I got a scoop of uh, Miracle Whip for you. Look at okay. the, this is the... How would Joe Bonamassa suit you? How... Man, what? 
Look at this list right here. Of Bob, it's like that every year. This is just like one week. This is just like, like one weekend year. here. Look. I know, Bob. It's there like has that to be 500 year. bands on there. On that, just that one day. How many stages do they have? I don't know. How do you even choose where you who you watch? I don't know. I'm excited. Let's go weekend one. Weekend one. Let's take a look real quick. Oh, that's the rock and roll news. I got it. I got other stories. I yeah, have to you reply. may need to go anyway, on the internet for a second. Thank and... God. There's a there's a there's a, a jazz festival that's doing a lot of rock and roll because I was a little worried when that uh, Coachella. Uh, lineup was introduced, so it gives me it gives me hope that maybe ACL will have something Fest good. Will have something for us. Maybe even have they even announced yet for the first no. time in ten years? Maybe we'll get the Rolling Stones. You think? I can't answer that one. Last time I saw them in Zoka Park, that was a disaster. I would I didn't get anywhere close. I think I was a half a mile away from the stage. Yeah. We'll get the Foo Fighters for sure. A little, yeah. Okay, here we go. We got some more rock and roll news for you. Uh, let's see. I don't want to read about Sammy Hagar and uh, David Lee Roth. Apparently, they have beef. I don't know what's going Is this... What's going on? Are they setting up a reunion? They're trying to get a bunch of free press by saying there's there's beef there. There's no beef there. Is there? Anyway, Green Day's album can't, comes out today. They've got a new album called Saviors. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Green Day. The band's 14th studio album, Saviors, is their first full-length release since 2020's Father of All and Mofos, and features uh, more of a political tilt. And I don't that even makes me go farther out of the Green Day camp. I, it, it, do I need Green... Does Green Day really need to have a political tilt at this point? I mean, Kevin, they always kind of had a political tilt. I don't know. That's I what know, their band has always been. I mean, yeah. it, it, it'd be weird to say that they should suddenly stop. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, or you may know him as BJA, explained this time we brought it out and we felt like it was the perfect time for it. It takes those special inspired moments to have a moment like the American Dream is Killing Me. The band's 15 new tracks are available on CD, cassette, and vinyl formats. You can also stream it wherever music stream. No word if it's going to be on 8-track. But uh, you've got all those formats. So I don't know. I was just watching a video from the InGroove in Phoenix, Arizona. And Mike, you know, that's that record store that I, I, go, to yes. when I go to when I go to Phoenix. And uh, I saw Mike's video yesterday. He said a couple weeks ago he put the Green Day's new album, Saviors, on pre-sale. You know any pre-sale orders he got for it? How many? Uh, how many? Zero point zero. Really? So maybe not the best of times for Green Day. We'll see. We'll see how it does. We'll follow the charts, ladies and gentlemen. Zero point zero. Now, Avenged Sevenfold is getting in on the merch thing. You know, when bands get big, they like to they like to what they call diversify. Not only do music, but do you know cigars, liquors, things like that. Avenged Sevenfold. Shares a new beer with the world. That's right. They're releasing a new West Coast double IPA. The band partnered with Four Sons Brewing in Huntington Beach, California for the Life is But a Dream IPA. It has notes of tropical fruit and citrus. Ah. And it's available for a limited time. Ooh. And will ship in six to eight weeks. So you can order yours at craftshack.com. But when you get it shipped to your door, 
Make sure you wait a few hours before you crack open the first can. You know, it might have got jostled around. <laughs> you you want to get hit in the face? Yeah, yeah. You might want to just set it on the kitchen floor okay. for a few minutes and let everything settle down. Okay. Uh, Matt, what IPA are you enjoying these days? It's a uh, Miller Lite. Is that an IPA? No. Oh. I mean, it might be. They may, they don't identify as an IPA. But uh, I know you like those craft beer. I'm not a big IPA fan myself. I like a nice lager or a pilsner. Uh, I'm not actually a big uh, IPA uh, fan. I mean, I like some pale, some APAs. Mm. Mm. American Pale Ales. Very nice. All right. We're talking about West Coast or East Coast. This is exciting. This is exciting news. And I'll give you a little bit of rock and roll history behind this story. That's not even in in the story from my stringer. But I know a lot about both of these artists. Mick Jagger is one of the executive producers behind an upcoming two-part documentary on the godfather of soul, Chewy. James Brown. Get on the good foot. Open up the door. I'll get it myself. James Brown, say it loud, is a documentary about James Brown on the way. Features executive producers Quest Love and uh, Tariq from The Roots. Also, Mick Jagger. The project will delve into the life, the career, the legacy, the heartbreak, the sorrow, the ecstasy of James Brown with exclusive interviews and previously unseen archival footage. You know, there'll be footage of, there'll be an interview with Dave Grohl because he's in every rock documentary. I don't know if you've noticed that. Him and Rick Rubin. Every rock, and well, Bruce Springsteen too. Every rock documentary I've seen in the last 10 years has those three guys doing an interview. They love to be interviewed. He does reveal something cool every time. Uh, Mick Jagger says he was brilliant. He took all these influences and combined them, and then he created almost single-handedly this other groove. So James Brown's Say It Loud is going to air next month on A&E, Arts and Entertainment Television. I'll definitely uh, watch. I think it's very interesting. I don't know if you ever saw, and you need to seek it out. I don't know where you may be streaming on a, a platform. Did you ever see... The black and white, I think it was shown in movie theaters or it was simulcast or something. No, they wouldn't have simulcast back in the 60s. But I think it was shown in movie theaters. It was called The Tammy Show. Have you ever seen that? No, no, I have no idea what that means. The one with that woman who was like, oh, no, that was later. No, no, no. no. The Tammy Show stood for Teen Alliance something something. It was a Southern California thing. I don't know. But it was put in movie theaters, I believe. I got to remember all the history. But what was interesting about the Tammy Show? It's a variety show. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a Motown artists and rock artists coming together. Yeah. So James Brown performance in the Tammy Show was unbelievable, iconic. Look, the whole thing with the cape. It's one of the most incredible things you'll ever see on film. When I think it, underneath it, Michael, he's the greatest performer. When it comes to rock and roll. So, and you got to get to the end. You got to fast forward to the end where he does the whole cape routine. Anyway, we all know James Brown's a great performer. Yeah. But the band that followed James Brown that night. I would have quit. I would have quit well, music. Well, as it were... The headlining act after James Brown on the Tammy show. And you want to know why Mick Jagger moves the way he does today? Oh, because the he Stones didn't, had to go because after him? Because he didn't always have those moves. 
until he had to follow. Bro, don't play with James. Until he had to follow James Brown on the Tammy show. The young Rolling Stones. Don't play with James. Had to sit in the wings, stand in the wings, watching James Brown. Listen to that crowd. Do his thing. It's one of the most incredible things ever. The Stones do okay, but you see Mick looks a little (laughs) lost behind the microphone having to follow uh, James Brown on the Tammy show. It's T-A-M-I. Unbelievable. Unbelievable foot. I can't sure tell you enough. This. And you know what? I'm going to make this rock and roll junior because I want because I, I don't have a I'm not I can't do another Taylor Swift story. Right. Kids on the way to the dropout zone, have your parents look up. You got it's the family YouTube. friendly. Look, he's not done yet. He's coming back. He ain't ever done. He's he ain't coming never done. back. One foot. Matt can't do that. I could do that. I only have one foot that works, <laughs> so I gotta do that. Kids, have your what have your parents find the Tammy show. You guys watch it together. You'll see one of the most incredible performances. James Brown and his famous flames with Maceo. And uh, who was the guy that brought him his cape? I can't remember the name of the guy that uh, he was like the band director or whatever. Anyway, had the privilege of seeing James Brown at the Austin Opry House back in the either late 70s, early 80s. If you can believe that. If you can believe being in a room with like 700 people. And James Brown and the Famous Flames with Maceo was also in tow uh, on that show. I feel very fortunate to have uh, seen that. When Austin was a little bit smaller and a little bit cooler, uh, James Brown, Tammy Show, check it out. And that's how Mick Jagger got all his moves. Well, that's I think he made the decision, like, I've got to do something more than stand behind stand this microphone. Stand behind this microphone. He saw a real one doing it. Yeah. All right, it's time for the rock and roll news salute. I'm glad, glad I could bring that little bit. I'm very surprised that I could bring you guys something you hadn't seen before, but check that Thank out. You. Thank you. In its you. entirety. It. it used to be on Netflix. I don't know if, if you can uh, still watch it. Uh, all right. this uh, We're going to go to the mailbag here. and uh, Oh, I want to give a shout-out to our own Valerie Lopez. She's kind of part of our team. Val, my gal. Yeah, that's right. She's a uh, comedy wham. She wanted to let me know. She sent me. She's one of my stringers as well. You know, Post Malone is going to be performing at the Super Bowl, she said. She's a big Post fan. He's going to be singing America the Beautiful before they do the national anthem. I think America the Beautiful is a better song. America! Post Malone looks like he's... Put it, if, you are, if you want to fight me, put it in the comments below. But uh, I think America the Beautiful is a better song than our national anthem. And maybe should be our national anthem. I, yeah. If not, a James Brown song. Like, I feel good. He has Living in America. Ah, dude. Ah. Best part of Rocky 3. Was that Rocky 2 or Rocky 3? 4, because it's Ivan Drago. Was it Rocky 4? We were in the thing. One of the best openings to a movie ever. James Brown singing Living in America. I think Coast to coast. Made Russians back down. Highway to highway, coast to coast. They saw Rocky 4. They didn't want to. I wish we could do a little Living in America on a Friday. That's, that's all. Uh, uh. You didn't think that he could make a comeback. Cold, cold. James, with James Brown and Rocky making a comeback. Listen, I know you're going to say to me, Bob, James Brown's not, gonna roll, not rock and roll. Soul music's oh, not rock please. and roll. Don't even. Don't even. Because you know what? I'm going to show you the fist. No, what is it? What's the sound? I'm going to show you the wrist because the hand. No, I'm going to show you the hand because the wrist is fist. Wait, what's, what's the slogan? I, I, don't, I don't know. What's the slogan? I don't think you should use that one. Will you, will you give someone the hand? 
Don't tell me soul isn't rock and roll. I'll see you at the I'll see you at the New Orleans Jazz Festival for the Rolling Uglies and Mick and all his moves. And oh man, it's a good time to be a rocker. I'll tell you that it's going to be a great year, 2024. Stick around. I'm going to tell you how you can help my family out. Lean in now for some. Thick headlines. It's 750-esque, and it's time to hit the Austin area headlines. There's another boil notice. We've got uh, weather info. We've got new things happening on the horizon with food. But I am begging Bob Fonseca, who's decided to suddenly get timid and say, no, 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 let's not bother people with this. I'm begging them to hit you up with a little bit of this news because I'm proud of the young man. You have a young man living in your house who I hope you're related to. I see him there when I'm there. And he is up for a big national award, and our listeners can help. And and I don't understand your... Here's the thing. Bob keeps going, no, no, no. That's 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 microcasting. That's not broadcasting. I don't this I don't want to make this show about my family. I want to make this show about your family. I think our listeners would like to support your son. Well, I'm proud of Dylan. He got in front of the camera. He likes to be behind the camera, but I mean, he I wouldn't have used his real name. But. He also loves, you know, the what do you call that? Uh, marijuana? Is he rolling a joint with no, my hand? Oh, scrunch. money. Yeah, he loved, yeah. yeah. And so he heard about this contest that the American Bankers Association was doing for 30-second video about saving money when you're young and all that stuff for college and, it, you know, on and on. Anyway, you could do me a huge favor. He's in the national finals for this 30-second video. It won't take you much time. Uh, if you're on Instagram and you know how to do stories, go to American Bankers Association. American Bankers Association. Click on that rainbow uh, logo up in the upper left-hand corner of their Instagram. That'll take you to their stories. And then just pop on over. you got to pop on like six or seven scrolls or whatever. Bob, what do you call that? Bob, what, that's too complicated. What do you go, call that? Bob, it's up right now. on our. Go to our Instagram, Matt and Bob FM. Oh, okay. Click on the link there okay, in our stories. The link, and then go on to their stories. Vote for Dylan. Find Dylan's uh, video. They don't have to. It goes straight to it. Okay. We How'd you do that? Up. I said it up. Oh, nice. I, I shared right, your stuff from you last night. Unless you closed it down and no, now I look I like an idiot. I didn't. Anyway. I go to uh, here. I go to there. I go to here. I click through right there. Instagram. Bob uh, Fonseca. Oh, it doesn't go to S. Son uh-oh. of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, click on that. Find his video in, the sto- in their stories and watch it. It's only 30 seconds long. You can just go right to it. And then there's a little voting box that pops up and vote on the second video, which is his, the prepare, plan, and soar, or something like that. Anyway, proud of him getting into the national finals. Might be a nice little payday for him for college, uh, as if. And, uh, yeah, you'd be doing me a huge solid. Because he goes to a small high school, and I'm sure the kid that he's up against somewhere in Topeka. Got a million friends. Probably has a million friends in a giant high school. Right now, he's winning 56 to 44%. Dylan is, but you know that could change. The voting is going to end at like 9 a.m. our time today. So, uh, if we can get a few more votes for him, cool, 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 cool. All right, I appreciate that. Thank you, Matt, for letting me do that. I know it's convoluted the way they have the voting on that, but if you know Instagram, you'll be able to figure it out. American Bankers Association. Hmm. Figure it. Thank out. you. Can I tell? Can I rat you out too? Yeah. What did I do? Bob's son is a super smart kid, but he wasn't doing well in school. Well, a lot of kids are like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He hated school. Yeah. 
Well, he hates. So he cost, but he cost his dad a whole bunch more money because Bob had to go find him a school because his kid wanted to. His kid came to him when he was fourteen and said, "I want to drop out." Poor Bob is sweated over this for the years. He doesn't talk about it on the radio, right. but he's literally stayed up at night going, "I don't, I can't have a kid who's dropping out." And he's at like 14. one of the sm- smartest guys I know. He just doesn't learn in a traditional. He does. He's doing great now for himself. I'm, well, I see a smile on his face that I didn't used to see. He got involved he's in got this. Swagger. It could be great. He's got swagger. Anyway, cautionary tale. Way taller than his dad too. Super tall. How is that? Let's get to the how rest are of all it. of my kids over six feet, and I'm like five, six. Hey, Bob, you're going to make this whole segment about you and your kids oh, now? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Thanks into for keeping me in check. Yeah, dude. Hey, there's going to be another hard freeze tonight. If all that stuff you unwrapped yesterday when it was 70, get back out there and wrap it up tonight. Uh, your faucets and your, your and your plants and all that. Yeah, another hard freeze coming tonight. Bunch of rain next week, and then it just gets into regular, what we would call regular Central Texas winter again. You know what I mean? 40s, 50s, 60s, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's all I'm going to give you in the news because I don't really care about the rest of it. Hey, right on the heels of uh, everybody in Blanco being told to boil the water, uh, this morning, Elgin and the surrounding areas are being told to boil their water. A water supplier that mainly serves Bastrop County told customers on the east side of Elgin, hey, boil it. We Something's messed up. Dude, it's the freezes. It messes everything up. Just chill, relax, take a deep breath. This is what we have to do if we're going to live in Texas. If Texas would start selling weed and we have all that extra weed But then we'd all go to hell. I'm telling you right now, I've never seen it more clearly than when I drove from Illinois into Wisconsin. Illinois, weed state. Their roads clear, salted, everything. Get into a next state. God. Get it together, people. Get it together. Uh, let's see some more Austin area headlines. Uh, this is happening. E- Hattie, Hattie B's is coming to Austin. Ha- I mean, this is one. Of, we got to go have one of their chicken sandwiches. I had it at the uh, food and wine festival. I know yeah. this gets you excited Ooh. that the uh, Hattie B's is coming to town. Where is Hattie B's originally? Are they uh, Nashville? I have no idea. I have no Nashville, New York, something. Is, I don't it, know. is, is it hot Na- chicken? Yeah, it's a. Uh, Hattie B's is like a Nashville hot chicken, and they're one of the OGs. Hattie B's hot chicken is opening up on South Lamar a little over a month from now. But in the meantime, to get people excited, they are collaborating with another restaurant right there on South Lamar, a little thing called a little restaurant that was opened up by Tyson Cole and Aaron Franklin. Loro. Loro Asian Smokehouse is doing a pop-up with Hattie B's hot chicken. I'll hear them out. You mean you'll hear them out? I'll take a look. I mean, it sounds like a wild collaboration, but I do love those collabs. Hot chicken sandwich with pimento cheese, pickles, miso comeback sauce, loro slaw, chicken skin, fried chicken skin, oak smoked collards with miso cornbread crumble. Damn. There you go. That's going to be happening uh, to, at the end of the month. I'm here. excited. Now Austin's getting some good stuff. Just get a, just get a Dave's hot chicken, please, and then we'll all be square. So you need all the hot chickens. Dave's hot chicken, I think, is so. The best. You love an out of town hot chicken more than like a, a, a tumble twenty two that, that started right here. I know how you are now. You love you love the Instagrammers and you love out of towners more than you love local. I have an alliance to just delicious food. Just want to remind everybody out there. Tumble 22 wants me to endorse them. They can they can pay me. Chewy does not 
stand by or endorse local, he leans into big national chains. Until local endorses me, then I'll start, I'll have an allegiance to somebody. Wow. Otherwise, I'm like, whatever's the best, I'll let y'all know. Hey, if you're planning on going downtown this weekend or really anywhere in the city early in the morning, remember, you can just F right the hell off. Because the uh, 30th edition of the 3M Half Marathon's going on. That means half the city will be shuttered and the streets will be locked down. As always happens, anytime we have a running event in the city, over 6,000 enthusiastic participants hailing from 46 states and eight countries will be uh, part of the event. It's January 21st in the vibrant city of Austin, Texas. Uh, just remember, it's happening from Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m.? That's not bad. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's when you pick up your stuff. Race commences on Sunday, January 21st, 7.30 a.m. It starts at the Gateway Shopping Center up in North Austin. It's got a 13.1-mile course, and uh, you'll want to know where that is because trying to cross over a marathon is pretty much impossible. Yeah. And uh, But I will say this. Luckily, people are running. They're not walking and dilly-dallying, and they tend to wrap up in a hurry. But if you got somewhere to go early on Sunday morning, pay attention. Pay Tara attention. did that one, didn't she, one year? Uh, she, she ran a marathon. A no, she ran a marathon. Okay. Not a half marathon. Gotcha. She's full, not a, the full meal deal. She's not a puss like those right. other people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Would have been nice if you had gotten up that morning, though, and at least you know gave her some water on the corner. You, I heard you slept in that morning. I did sleep in. Yeah. I've been up all night with my girlfriend, dude. I was exhausted. <laughs> hey, congratulations to the University of Texas at Austin. Uh, what did we do? Uh, 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 uh. I have we another son a, that goes we there. We won a national championship, ladies and gentlemen. The University of Texas athletic program has gone to another level. It just came in first in the entire country. They made over $271 million in operating revenue during its 2023 fiscal revenue from the athletics program alone. Wow. That's right. UT Athletics brought in more money than any other athletics program in the entire world. And couldn't get the job done. Quarter of a billion. Hey, hey, they got the job done. What's the job? Do you think the job is winning or do you think the job is making money? Look, you pay best prices. You should get the best. The report which USA Today obtained says uh, they increased their revenue by nearly $32 million over the total it reported the year before. Uh, we dunked on Ohio State, absolutely obliterated Oregon, though Oregon did get a $270 million contribution, a gift that came from uh, the Nike guy. Oh. But that wasn't in rate. That's a one-time gift. It's a solid gift. I'll take that any day. Anyway, enjoy University of Texas at and Austin. I'll tell you what. I've been looking. I went to a game last season, one home game, and I looked around, and I see an opportunity. I see places where we could put some more seats. I think we can get another 20000 in there. I see an opportunity to roll those fans and steal their wallets. That's where you make some money because they had to show up with some dollars. Mm. Uh, last story I'm going to tell you is a sign of the times. We're also waiting on a call. Today is National Popcorn. Oh, is he there? Yeah. Oh, well, let's just go ahead and go to Scott. All right. Let's take a uh, call Scott's, from Scott. Scott's, well, I like the promptness. Uh, let me introduce everybody. This is Scott from Austin Gourmet Popcorn. And Scott, are you okay this morning joining us? I don't hear him. Do you? I don't. I also don't hear him. That's interesting. Hmm. Oh, wait. 
Now the sends are in. Now Brown. the sends oh. are in. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> Sorry, we were listening to James Brown earlier. Scott, you 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 operate a business. You know how hard it is to find any good employees these days in Austin, and that's that's Chewy doesn't know how to operate. You understand how it goes. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of we them, have Scott. Button. Yeah. We got buttons, too. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Scott, you seemed a little... You didn't seem timid. You were just like, hey, I've never really done this. Are you sure? And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're going to have a good time. Aust- uh, you operate Austin Gourmet Popcorn here in the city. You're up 183 a little bit, right? It's Yes, yes. 183 in Anderson Mill. Okay. that's. I mean, that's... We, t- we joke all the time. That's the new center of the city, practically. I do like that <laughs> yeah. area. You got Interstellar close to there. You got Whip My Soul over there. Chewy knows all the restaurants and all the food. Now, I, I reached out to you because a couple of things. One, it's National Popcorn Day, which is a ridiculous national day. All right? I mean, it's good yeah. for you and your business, but also, really? Uh, but Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, come on. Fair enough. But here's the thing. Popcorn's versatile. For some reason, and I don't know exactly the reason. I don't know if we did some trade or what happened, but a couple of bags of something called... Austin Gourmet Popcorn, Zilker Popcorn, ended up in this building, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not, by because of FCC regulations, I can't curse at you, but I'm okay. li- I'm livid. Because can we, can, we can do it offline. That okay, <laughs> sounds good. I'll call you. I have your, your cell phone number. I'll call you and call you. I thought I was going to take a bite or two of something called Zilker Popcorn. And then I did one of those things where I went back, and yeah. I went back, and then here's the thing. The bags were laid out for multiple people in the building. I will admit, I don't. multiple people in the building did not get it because I got greedy, and I stole like three bags of this. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll get some for the kids. Yeah. I ate all the goddamn stuff in my car on the way home. Oh, man. That's... Okay? I don't know what's in there, but it's illegal. It should be illegal. It's uh, it's uh, it's caramel popcorn, and we just drizzle uh, white and dark chocolate on it. But so it's also it's, like uh, not very exotic, but it's really good. Yeah, yeah. But is it salty it's, too? Like it's, it's a little bit of salt on it. Yeah, the caramel's got some salt. It's either our number one or number two seller, okay. depending on mm. the month, mm. mood, and that kind of thing. Mm. How does how does somebody become a pop? What do you call yourself? A, a popier? A popier? A popcornier? All of those sound good. I don't really, uh, I don't really have a name for myself. A popcorn. Uh, we, we we started this in 2015. It just seemed like kind of a a fun thing to do, and there weren't a lot of popcorn stores in town. Okay. I mean, there's there's two or three, but if you go up to Dallas or Houston, there's there's tons of them. Really, and we and we thought the market here was a little underserved, and you know, now, it's it's kind of fun. So we have a popcorn and a candy store. My all-time uh, favorite popcorn, and I haven't had yours yet, is uh, is a place called Nuts on Clark in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. You get it at the airport. Yeah. You get it in the city. Yep. It's really good stuff. Do you have a similar kind of uh, mix? Their, their, their big thing is the cheese popcorn and mixed yeah. with the caramel corn. Yeah, I, we call it Windy We call it windy City because... Oh, really? Sh- Chicago is trademarked. But you know what Windy City means. So, yeah. Yeah, we we do have that mix, yeah. Oh, and it's cool. really popular, and people are always talking about Garrett's and Nuts on Clark and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, what uh, is that? I, I Boss, think- I, I, can I challenge you, Bob, if you want some Windy City mix, why don't you also try out some Austin Woo! mix? Okay, what's in that? Because I like some well, popcorn. That is, that's, uh, that's white cheddar and caramel. The <laughs> other's yellow cheddar and caramel. Yeah. We are oh, nice. It does say a lot about our city. We are a little paler. <laughs> some sometimes uh, on the west side. The uh, I this stuff. I I really do want to know. 
what kind of huevos you have because I feel like if somebody came to me and said, hey, do you want to uh, put all of your day's efforts into selling popcorn, I'd be like, well, that's I'm going to lose all my money and nobody's going to buy. Like, how did you have the balls? To, I mean, I guess maybe you saw it in other places. I didn't know the demand for popcorn was there like it is. The biggest thing is, uh, you you know, so we have a retail store, but you really have to sell outside the store. So we have a website and, and we get orders from that and we do a lot of corporate business and a lot of trade show business and things like that. And so here's how your corporate business works. Someone in corporate buys a bunch of bags for everybody in the building, and then one person goes, I'll take some of these for my kids, yeah. and then eats all of it in their truck on the way home. I, I'm starting to understand have, your business now. And then they have to replace it. I have yeah. a, I have so a, that's perfect. I have a question for you, since you're a popcornosaur. I think that's what... Popcornosaurus? Since you're a popcornosaur. Popcornosaur, yes. It, well, I've already trademarked it. And Sorry, you're going to have, have to pay I already, Bob. I already went on and got the domain. Uh, okay. No, but I have a question, and I've always wanted mm-hmm. to know this. And maybe it's a trade secret you can't even give out because it's like magic. But why can I never make a popcorn at home that tastes like movie? Not even close. It doesn't exist. Theater popcorn. Yeah. Like any, any, and you can buy stuff that says movie theater popcorn. It's chewy at home or something. Why, it doesn't have why that can crisp. I, what is the secret sauce... In movie theater popcorn. Cinemark's checking that, I bet. So uh, I'll, what I'll say is is uh, when you pop it and you pop it on the stove, uh, you got to make sure the oil is good and hot. But what oil? I feel out. like that's oh, the key. So you're saying... Um, I feel like they're wait. using coconut oil or something that I might not have at home. You have a flavor of it. Yeah. Why are you trying to put him... Why are you going to steal well, I'm from asking, him? I'm, asking, I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. He has a proprietary oil. It's not that... It's it, it's not that hard to figure out. I mean, there's really no big trade secret. But you just make sure the oil is good and hot. Now, we use a popcorn called mushroom that pops into a ball. Right. And, uh, you know, that's hard to get. I mean, you can buy it at concession places. How the hell do they chewy. engineer corn? Yeah. Also, How the che- hell do they engineer corn to make a different chewy. shape when it pops? You say hard to get, that's but a- Chewy's got a guy that's got mushrooms, and <laughs> he can figure I'm coming by for the dill pickle one. I can't hey, find it anyway. I, what, why, what? Okay, you can't take regular corn. And make popcorn out of it. Is it a whole and completely different kind of corn altogether, or is it there is. a process? It it is. I mean, the, the you know the the hull is very hard, so the, there's a little bit of water inside there. When you heat it up, it there explodes. Has to be, yeah. Reg, regular corn just doesn't have that hard hull, so it doesn't pop. Is this something that like uh, native peoples here on this continent had discovered and gave to pilgrims? Yeah, is that or did it, is this a more recent find? Popcorn? Do you even no, know? I think I think. I think they had had that going on here for uh, quite a while before we showed up. Okay. Yeah, I wonder. This feels like something that maybe uh, some yeah. delicious thing that was found. And then I'm glad. Well, I'm glad they didn't eradicate that strain of popcorn because it is delicious. Now, how you've been in the business now almost a decade. Yeah, we opened up in 2015. So we're going to be pushing eight years okay. towards the end of this here's, year. Yeah. Here's my question for you. What are your, what are your teeth like? How, how often... Are you having to scramble around your own home and and look I, for dental floss? I floss all the time. So when the dentist asks, now in my life I can be honest and say, yeah, yeah, oh, I floss a lot. Yeah. Uh, we all say I floss a lot, but we're also right. sitting in that chair bleeding to death uh, yeah. <laughs> from our right, mouth because right. it's the first time we did mm-hmm. it in a year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that yeah, is I, a I, hazard of I your business. For, I lied for... You know, 50 years. Now I'm telling the truth when I say I floss a lot. 
Does it... Do you and your employees eat a whole lot of this stuff uh, at work? Yep. <laughs> yep. That was not even... Can we get that? I want that clean for the board for other things. Yep. 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 There was no yep. hesitation. You weren't even going to lean into trying to... Well, and some of it, you know, some of it is just is plain, and you can eat it, and it's not terribly unhealthy. Now, if you spend your whole time eating caramel corn or cheese yeah, corn or yeah. stuff like that, you're. But even you know, that plain, that's not great. Do you ever do that thing? Of course, you do that thing. I don't know why I'm asking. Why? You know when you eat too much popcorn, but you can't stop, and then and then your gut hurts because you got too much fiber, and your body <laughs> is like, I don't know what to do with all of this. Popcorn and chips well, and salsa are those things. Yeah, it, it keeps it can keep you regular. So there's a benefit. <laughs> you sound kind of thin, actually. That's what you sound like on uh, the phone. Thank you. Thanks. He's not really. I'm, I'm glad I sound thin. Okay, you were going to refute a little bit, though. Uh, are you in Austinite? Where'd you come from? I grew up in Dallas. Uh, came here uh, after high school, you know, to go to school and never left. So, okay. uh, you know, I, I was in Dallas for 18 years. I've been here for the rest of them. Okay, so well, we'll call. It, you're definitely an Austinite then at that point. I think so. I think so. All right, we'll give that to you. Well, I got to try uh, this. Yeah, uh, Austin Gourmet Popcorn. We'll give you a plug because you've given us some time this morning. You, you Thanks, did. man. Uh, Austin Gourmet Austin Gourmet Popcorn dot com. Uh, corporate gifts. Uh, you can, I could say corporate gifts. If you're driving in that area, you should stop in there and get some of this. It's where the main event is, and that cheddars. On one it is uh, Kirby Lane and yeah. that kind of thing. One stop shop, baby. That's the place. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, go- I'm going. I'm going by and uh, and grabbing some more. That Silker stuff. It really did. Well, uh, it was delicious. So. I want the dill pickle because not a lot of people eat. I don't know if it's a southern thing. Eat pickles with popcorn. I do. And I, Man, I want I that, that flavor. That's one of our flavors. When we're out of it, it's a candy store, right? So people don't really get angry. But they are annoyed when we're out of dill pickle. Oh, dill really? Pickle pickle, I'm cheese. a pickle person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with yeah. the pickle people. Well, it doesn't pickle do party. much for me, but... Do you make you a know. super hot popcorn? <gasps> we have a we have a, a jalapeno cheddar that I think has got a pretty good kick to it, but I don't know if I'd call anything super hot. I'll throw some cayenne on it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take yeah. one of your popcorns and jack it up in here because uh, we go, we go okay. for the super spice. Hey, thank you very much, Scott, for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Uh, people can go hey. by and stop by stop see there you. For thank movie you. Night. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. All right. Thank All right. you. National Popcorn uh, Day. Everyone should have some popcorn at some point during the day. I like that guy because he protected. He knew, he knows how movie popcorn's made, and he wouldn't. He tell protected us. the secret. He wouldn't tell well, us to say. I know it has to do with the oil. It's a certain kind of oil. Do you want me to explain? It has it to a you? certain taste to it. Do you remember how we discussed earlier in the week that a lot of people think Bohemian Grove is one group of people, right? But it's actually a timeshare, right? And so one week are the people that run all the finances. Uh-huh. One week, one weekend is the uh, Illuminati. One weekend are the people that drink the baby's blood. Then the Rothschilds. And one the one weekend, weekend out of the year, Bohemian Grove is just the popcorn poppers, movie popcorn poppers association right. of America. They go out there. They get naked. They smack each other on the ass with uh, with, with towels that are spun mm-hmm. up. Pow. Rub each other down <laughs> with butter. You think it's popcorn, but it's actually the top. They rub their naked bodies mm-hmm. down with. It's not even butter. It's no, butter flavored oil. Right, right. Sometimes pump they'll it, sprinkle. They pump it out. One of the things they do to kind of spice uh-huh. things up, they'll sprinkle a little Parmesan in each other. <laughs> I hope that's it's Parmesan. A good time. That sounds like a good time anyway. But that's where they discuss the secrets. And one of the secrets that they tell everybody is there's when you are ent- entered into the group, mm-hmm. they sat. They every year they sacrifice one person mm-hmm. to the gods. 
And they say if you ever give the secret out of the, of the movie Popcorn, you'll be the next body that's sacrificed here. Right. Your child will be. Because that's what people are going to the... They're not going to the, for the movies anymore, clearly. He did give a hint, though, that I didn't know. I've always taken popcorn and put it into a cold pan with the oil and brought the heat up on the whole thing. I thought no, that's no, how you're supposed I to always do it. Put, I always put two or three... I put three popcorn kernels in the oil... So when those pop, I know that the oil's ready. And then you then can I add dump the, rest. the rest. And you can't just put one kernel in there because you can't trust just one kernel. It's scientific process. I'll tell you, you might what get a you popping. might get a you might what? Cap City comedy last night, dude. <laughs> hey dude, we're in the middle of something that has nothing to do with your stupid comedy show. Dude, I'm blowing Sawyer. up. I'm blowing up, dude. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that you've you what size pant are you up to since you've gotten started <laughs> coming over here for hot dogs? These ones stretch. <laughs> I've, I've had to invest in the jeans that move like that. Speaking of which, I'm so hungry. Are we having good dogs today? No. I don't know. We're not having any hot dogs today. How are you going to bring Joey Roses in here? No, no, Joey Roses can't he come may, in here. Yeah, he's got oh, a podcast man, or no, something. No, oh, thank goodness. I did not I mean, want he that might. guy knowing my name is Dr. Hot Dog. <laughs> it was all in credibility and respect. He might. I mean, I don't know. We, we I talked to him last night on the phone. He might. He's trying to work out his schedule. Yeah. Uh, that is Sawyer Still. He's joining us for the rest of the show. Let's get the hot dog machine going. Yes, it's time for it. some oh. Italian dogs. Mornings with Matt and Bob are powered by Chewy. And in studio to talk NFL football. This was a huge excuse to bake hot dogs and hang out with one of our comedian friends. The consultant came to us and was like, you guys need to talk more NFL. Need to. And I was like, look, I know that probably 90% of our listeners love NFL. But if you want to talk sports, sports radio, maybe they go to. What about the people that don't like sports? Are we going to chase them away? Bob came up with this genius idea. He said, "Why don't we have uh, Why don't we have Sawyer on here?" And I said, "No, I don't. I don't. I can't sit next to that guy for a solid hour." You know what? I and was Bob originally said, I'll gonna, pay you. I was originally going to tap him for rock and roll news and, and and make him one of my reporters, my main reporter on, on the street. The weed, That's how, how it started. But then I realized. Really quickly, he knows nothing about, about rock, rock and roll. roll. No, no. <laughs> nothing, Turns out he knows nothing, nothing about sports, but that hasn't stopped him from uh, coming betting in here and doing life. this. Yeah, betting his life a, away, getting a job in it. Uh, yeah, guess what? Sports is a lot like uh, weather. You guess, and whether you're wrong or right, you keep your job on Monday. It's the goofiest thing, sports radio. It's like three dudes jaying each other off. What's the name of the lo- local weatherman in town? Anybody got his name? Which one? I'm uh, Scott Fisher. Yeah, I'll tell you who's more accurate than Scott Fisher, the doctor himself. Okay. Dude. Dr. Hot Dog is here. The hot dogs are getting loaded up. Last, He's fresh off of his show last night at Cap City Comedy. Did any of our listeners go out and see you last yeah, night at Cap City? Yeah, I want a big shout-out to Rita. She hooked me up with a bunch of Bobby Labonte gear. That was awesome. And Mitch came out. There was a lot of people that came out. It was very good times. Good. Uh, after I called in yesterday, multiple people did return tickets, but uh, it's okay. We just turned around and sold them down. Sold them again? So okay, I good. technically oversold the room. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot show last night at Cap City. You've got a big show this weekend. Uh, I know from somebody who's involved in it that you can't say what it is. Uh-uh. You're just doing a show. For streakers, right? That's what it, It's a streaking service? It's funny because they're listing it as a show for, stream, for streaming service. Mm-hmm. Dude, I drink enough beer today, I'm going to have a pretty good stream. 
When is that streaming service it's show? It's tonight at 10.30. Oof, it's a late one. Yeah. At Cap City? At, back at Cap, back in the old red room, back in the Rojo room. If you find yourself around the domain this evening, you should go to that show. It's mm. not just you. It's a handful yeah. of people from Austin. Yeah. And it's a good lineup tonight. On the be, you're being looked at by a streaming service. Yeah. You know, it kind of goes... Dun, dun. <laughs> How does that go again? Dun, dun, dun. You can no longer watch it. Uh, 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 the only thing I'll say is you can't use your friends anymore. They've, uh, <laughs> But you can use me for great entertainment. Yeah. Hey, let's get into the NFL. What happened last yeah. weekend, my man? Wrap oh, us up. Oh, my goodness. The It was a great week for football in Texas. Um, a fantastic week. I'm talking about, you know, America's new team, the Houston Texans. You're excited mm-hmm. because you uh, are from the originally from the Houston area. Yes, yeah, You couldn't boys. be more excited because you, you probably felt like every season it would be the Cowboys advancing and the Texans staying at home. Oh, yeah, dude. But it has flipped around for the first time. Is it ever? 27 years. Wow. 27 years. Texans haven't even been a franchise for 27 years. In the last 27 years, oh, dude, I'm tweaking right now. In the last 27 years, the Dallas Cowboys won four playoff games. Oh, oh and the Houston Texans have won five. Oh, oh man, I'm glad I brought a change of pants. Yeah, dude, Cowboys Yeah, but suck. also, how many times have the Texans been to the, uh, the Super Bowl? How, how long have the Cowboys been a team, all right? Playing a different game here. Okay, um, okay, all right. So what happened last weekend? Last weekend was great. We start off, we start off in morning game. Everybody's like, oh, the Browns. The Browns are the best team. They're, they're the only ones that could beat the Ravens in the AFC. They come down to, they come down to Houston, Texas, and NRG got loud. Mm. They got real loud. And uh, it was a close one. It was 14, uh, it was 14, I believe, 14-24. It's a 10-point lead for the Texans. I was not comfortable coming out at right. halftime. And then Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, Baltimore, pride of Baltimore, uh, decided to turn back into a pumpkin through two pick sixes, and the game was over. Yep, it was. We were celebrating big time. Uh, later in the evening, uh, the evening game that night, uh, you know, after that point, I just kind of blacked out. Yeah, how drunk did you get? Oh, my God, the pitchers were flowing. I was pointing at a little kid in a Browns jersey, laughing at him, telling him that he supports a sex offender. as a Watson jersey. <laughs> I don't know why a parent would ever buy something like that for him. Get him a Nick Chubb jersey. That guy's actually pretty good. It's true. Deshaun, Deshaun Finger in the booty, Watson. Um, what? It was so great watching him scowl on the sideline, just watching everybody be like, CJ Stroud, we love you. We give you our life for you. Thank you for saving this franchise. You're the best quarterback we've ever had. Um, the best part about beating the Browns, uh, the Browns host their draft pick, so now we get a better pick in the draft from beating the Browns. Incredible stuff. Later in the night, uh, Peacock made millions and millions and millions of dollars as everybody had to sign up for their terrible streaming service. Not the one I'm going up for, so I can say whatever I want about them. And uh, the Chiefs just absolutely dog-walked the Dolphins. Turns out a Dolphin does not survive in negative four-degree weather. Neither does Patrick Mahomes' helmet. Did y'all see that stuff? Looked like Vader out there. thing <laughs> cracked on the goal line. It I heard intense. about it. Yeah. Pretty good game. And then uh, they had to call the Buffalo Steelers game. It was supposed to be Sunday morning. Right. On a count yeah. of snow. Move that one to Monday. But Sunday, great time. Went out to a bar. The Packers scored on their first drive of the game, and it was over uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. All my Cowboys friends were just like, this is what happens every year, crying. I'm like, y'all are a bunch of little titty baby quitters. 
It's seven zero, and there's fourteen zero, and there's twenty one zero, and there's twenty seven zero, and I was like, okay, maybe you guys got a point. But uh, yeah, uh, the Cowboys got dog walked, and then like we got to fire the coach, we got to get rid of the quarterback. Jerry Jones comes out this week, he goes, we're not firing the coach, we're not getting the glory. You know, we got, I want me some glory hole. You got to look up that video, Jerry. I, I saw it. He th- he didn't know the difference between glory days and glory hole. Um. And then at night... I mean, tell me the difference. <laughs> yeah, amen. And then uh, and then uh, the night game. Fantastic. Matthew Stafford returning to Detroit. And it was, finally, we had one good game. Uh, unfortunately, the, the Rams sputtered out at the end there, and they lose the Lions. The Lions get their first playoff win in 30 years. Yep. 30 years. Three decades of just, man, we are Detroit. And uh, Monday, good time. Monday, we had double action football. I went to a Steelers bar, saw a couple of uh, listeners there. A lot of beers flowed. Can't remember the names. We'll say one of the gentlemen. We're at a Steelers bar. Don't do this. Don't ever do this. We're at a Steelers bar. They're playing the Bills. As he's going to the bathroom, he walks past me and he yells, Go Bills! And then goes, Hey, Sawyer. Don't want me in with you at a Steelers bar. Those Ginsers are steelheads, dude. Those people eat sheet metal for breakfast. and They'll kick my ass. My daughter was in... Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and she knows nothing about football, but thought it was funny. There was a whole, she was in a grocery store, and they had an entire stack of Go Pack Go cakes they were selling uh-huh. for $2 a piece. And it was a good-sized cake. That's yeah. the great thing about the, about Milwaukee. They'll uh-huh. sell food. They know how to keep people happy. Yeah. Food and beer is is essentially free, and right? Because yeah. um, there's no jobs. Yes. So uh, she just thought it was funny. She just yelled out, Go Cowboys! Because she didn't realize she doesn't know how football works. They would drown her. In they were very up. some people. And then a, a, a older gentleman was like, "That's very rude, young lady." Yeah, it's oh, very yeah. rude. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, "Well, I didn't." Know and then she just scowled at him in her fourteen-year-old way. And uh, I was just like, "Do you can't." It's just people's livelihoods, honey. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. regional. It's it's all they care about. For yeah, all the cheeseheads. They don't play around. Uh, they are very nice. That's like down yelling here. out AA in the middle of uh, of Milwaukee. Yeah. There's things you don't yell out. Right. Danny <laughs> Danny Goodwin, big Cowboys fan, was like, What if we go to Billy's on Burnett, Packers bar? I was like, Buddy, it could get sad really fast. Really and fast. They'll let you know. And yeah. so he made the right choice. Uh, I did see uh, Johnny Rude. Johnny Rude was uh, at the bar I was at for the uh, Packers Cowboys game. Was, was it at Palmer Lane or uh, Water Palmer Tank? Lane? Palmer Lane. He goes, This is my haunt. I hang out. He's like a bar play. fly. He's yeah. like, they, they got slots there. He goes, I love the slots. I was like, Johnny, I knew I love you. You're a gambling man. Yep. And then uh, later on Monday, uh, the Eagles died. Uh, they, they just sputtered out after a 10 1 start to the season and crashed and burned in Tampa Bay. And uh, the Bucks, the Bucks absolutely, they put on a clinic. Um, no changes are coming to that Eagles franchise either. They're not firing there. Yeah, the, the like. Eagles season, I haven't seen something soar and crash like that Insane. since, since uh, looking at our ratings from December to January. No. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll get them back, you know. But, yeah, it was a great week. And now, uh, sadly, guys, huh? It's only four games this weekend. I know. I know. That's part and of the then, fun. Do you know what happens after that? Then there's an off week. No. After no. the four games, there's two games. And then, then there's an, an off week. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Sometime in May only, or June, we get the Super Bowl. Game. Dude, we only have six games left. Six games? How many weeks of hot dogs is all I'm asking? I mean, you you want to take an off week and do something different? Yeah, what boys? do we do on the off Jeez, week? Well, our, burgers. <laughs> I have a secret for you, and I guess I'll let you know, but uh, the Friday before the Super Bowl, uh-huh. our friend Jess Priles is going to join Ooh. us on air. Uh, she's the owner of Hardcore Carnivore. She's going to come in, and she's going to bring... 
a couple of different game day appetizers that she's this. making, and she's going to let us know what we can make for our own Super Bowl parties. And she'll have recipes. And here's the thing: she even, you know, she does video stuff, and you can watch the recipes. And Jess. A little easy on the eyes, so Ooh. it'll work out nicely for everybody. I mean, she's a professional. Ooh. She's got and a master's bring her in, in meat. We bring her in her because she's a business person. Yeah. Smoke show working in smoked meats. Who would have thought? Genius. Yeah. She's become too close to think of it. She's called her genius prowls. Um, you yeah. To think about. No, she's that, like she's like a sister. That's what every lady wants to hear. You're not attractive. No, she's attractive, but now. Wow. Just, she's married, dude. I can't believe you just said that. Chris uh, is going to kick your ass. They're both You're going to get punched right I in the face. I told them if they started an OnlyFans, I I would watch their OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> and not like the barbecue one. Um, yeah, four games this weekend. What uh, do we got? We start up, Dude, the spreads are disgusting. This I have is, one good spread I right know. here. Let me tell you. I can smell it from here. It smells pretty good. These spreads are horrible. Uh, we start the week off. The Texans are traveling up to Baltimore, Maryland to take on the number one seed Ravens. Uh, you would be like, oh, the weather's going to be a factor. It's going to be as cold in Baltimore as it was in Texas all week. There's an advantage for the Texans. We're looking at nine and a half points. The Texans are a nine and a half point underdog. The disrespect. Wow. The disrespect. I mean, they kind of earned that level of respect over the years. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, you look at it. We lost 22 to nine in the first game of the season to the yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they had three touchdowns on the ground. Lamar Jackson barely threw for 116 yards. I mean, sure, sure. Week one of the NFL is basically preseason oh, week four yeah. at this point. Yeah. And so, you know what? Our defense on the the Texans run defense, far better now. We're a whole and different team. Wait, hang on, I Bob. say we. Yeah. Easy there, partner. <laughs> There's room on the bandwagon, but you're sitting at the back. Okay. I got Mr. I hate the logo. Mr. I don't like the Texans. All Sorry. That hey, as Sorry as to interrupt. Is it an electric bandwagon? But oh, my God. Is it an God. EB? Is it an here. EB? Yeah, don't mean like, to interrupt, but uh, real quick, Chewy. Uh, I need those buns back after you warm them because they got to be hit with this onion mustard. Yo. And then they can be loaded with dog and peppers and onions. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it, love it. All love right. It. So we got so that's Texas. Baltimore and Texas. Texans. Marlon Humphrey, star quarterback, uh, cornerback, one of the best players on the Ravens, out for the game is looking. He did not practice all week. We're getting a lot of healthy players back. Uh, a couple of DNPs did not practice for the Texans, but I think they're just resting them. Uh, hey, Baltimore, you had two weeks off. Why are you getting guys that aren't healthy? I don't know. Later that night, uh, the Green Bay Packers, the frisky Green Bay Packers, are traveling out to Santa Clara to take on the 49ers. Uh, cream of the crop in the uh, NFC there. That's another nine-and-a-half point spread. Well, there. I think that's where the uh, the glory for the pack ends is in uh, sunny San Francisco. Yeah, but, I mean, Jordan Love, quarterback of the Never Packers, know. has really come on, really come on, and it's very unfair that a team went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to now what might be another career quarterback for him, and Jordan Love, the guy had the second-most touchdowns on the year, finished very strong, lit up the Cowboys. I don't know what team that was he actually played, but... Uh, <laughs> And nine and a half points, a lot of points. I'd stay away from it, but I do think you're right that the Niners, uh, very healthy coming into this, kind of, kind of run away that one. Yeah, get a I think ugly. so. Yeah. Saturday or Sunday morning, uh, the early game. Uh, the Buccaneers traveling up to Detroit to take on the Lions. My friend Noah Kreitz's Lions. He got so hammered watching them win on uh, Sunday. Bought himself a plane ticket and an Airbnb to go, <laughs> really? go all the way to Detroit. Did you see Eminem? 
Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Huh? Yeah, people. He's love kind of them. the Taylor Swift of the of the uh, Detroit Did Lions. Bizarre was Do you in know the back. The difference between Eminem and Taylor Swift is, aside from uh, a, a penis, the, the talent of music that one puts out. Yeah. The fact that you know, one had a loving mom, one had a trailer park mom. <laughs> um, uh, Taylor Swift is only one trailer park girl going around the around outside. The, around the outside. Um, M has been a lifelong supporter of all Detroit sports, not just banging one of the players on the team. Okay. <laughs> well, how many players is he? A couple, probably. You, know? <laughs> you don't say that slur that many times without having a couple of other skeletons <laughs> in the closet. Just saying. Um, all right. But yeah, six-point underdog for the Buccaneers. Like, what are we doing? Touchdowns all over the place. Don't like it at all. Don't like it at all. Uh, Detroit gets it done, definitely. Uh, I think the uh, the NFC South is disgusting. It's a, a crime we let one of those teams into the playoffs every year. They always try to get in with a losing record. I mean, they, I get why Belichick wants to go to the Falcons. He looks around and goes, I could beat all these idiots. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. horrible. And then the night game, yeah. great game. And this is where my uh, underdog pick of the week comes, right here. Um, you got the Kansas City Chiefs for the first time in the Patrick Mahomes era playing road. a road playoff game right. in Buffalo. They're two-and-a-half-point dogs. I don't even want the points. Now, I understand this game is on Crunchyroll this week. It is. You do have to get a new <laughs> subscription. Uh, how do you know Crunchyroll? Huh? Bobby's I got three big... kids. Oh, what are you talking about? Crunchyroll. Bubbosan. I've already got the subscription to that. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm going to get that game. Now, the writing is all over the wall for the uh, Chiefs to win this one. For biggest biggest reason is head referee of the game, Sean Hockley, uh, son of former referee Ed Hockley. The guy that's jacked, dude. You ever see that yeah. guy? He's been ripped. Uh, in the, uh, is going to be the head ref on the crew for that game. Uh, the Chiefs are 8-2 and two during the Mahomes era with Hockley, including 2-0 and oh on the playoffs. The Bills, on the other hand, have gotten over 40 penalties for 347 yards called against them in four games with Hockley. In just four games. So there's a huge advantage for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And you know what's good for football? You know what's good for Raiders? What? The Kansas City Chiefs being in another AFC Championship game. Losing to the Houston Texans, of course. Um, so, yeah, take the Chiefs. They're uh, plus 130 on the money line. Stealing, as my uh, as my roommate would put it, and all of his bets that never go wrong, it's stealing pills from your old grandma. <laughs> we don't take candy from babies. Uh-uh. Percocet is candy. But, yeah, you boys, you, 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 you all excited for the game? Some I, I, uh, yeah, I hope I have time to watch. I'm starting. I yeah. think I want to put some money now on it now that it's going to get to the yeah, game. You got, a, you got a, a book guy? I need a good parlay. I can get you on. I can get you on. Um, you, you get plus money on C.J. Stroud to throw over one and a half touchdowns. Cornerback, mm-hmm. like I said, on the Ravens. What is, is a out. half a touchdown? It means he has to throw two, Bob. Gotcha. Because if he throws That's one, you Why can't throw just a half. say that? It's like because taking it. a Percocet from an old lady. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, because if they said over two... Then he throws two and it doesn't work. They, th- they give you gotcha. the favorite one and a half. All right. So you push it too. But yeah, two touchdowns, there's plus money. And then just take the Detroit Lions money line right there. I'll find out what the math is on that one uh, when we come out of the break. I can't crush the numbers in my head. Uh, I can't crush cans on it, though. They should be sponsors, but, I mean, are you on prize picks doing all that? No, we should get Adam for the uh, the other thing I do in this building that I'm not allowed to talk about, even though it's, like, technically under the umbrella of KLBJ. Mm-hmm. And, and our legal ID. 
Yes. The, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, there's ads run for it all the time. I give you boys shine all the time when I'm over there. You make it you. sound like there's personality over there, and Thank we don't like that. We whoa, just, we whoa, just whoa, want whoa. you to personality know. Personality got over there. <laughs> we just want you to know. Your place, we just don't want you to ever feel confident while you're in here. That's why we, we ah, do that. Do you not, you not understand the, that? Yes, that is fair. That's what will keep me in the building for a bit. Yeah, just, things are going so good right now. What could ever go wrong? <laughs> uh, nothing could go wrong. In it's fact, the glory hole days. I believe Chewy is actually loading up warm hot dog onto mm. warm bun right now and then placing warm dog onions bun. and peppers on top, plus an onion mustard that I made last night. Nice. So this is going to be like an Italian sausage sandwich. Well, without, it's not without, an Italian without, sausage. Without Italian sausage. It's not an Italian sausage. And like I tell sausage you that, and peppers. But it's not. It's got a different flavor than a sausage and pepper. And I purposely made it be nice. a little different than an Italian sausage and pepper kind of flavor. Nice. We had something great happen last night. Aside from a killer fifty-eight and a half minutes on that show. Who did it? Who did the fifty-eight? <clears throat> uh, Natasha Logero in the big room. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh. Went to the silver medal after, of course. It was a Thursday. And uh, out back, I had my second calling of a Dr. Hot Dog. But what really made the day is they turned the finger immediately and went, Mrs. Hot Dog. <laughs> <laughs> was just like dropped on this series. show. They let you do that at ESPN? Yeah, dude, My what do you God, think? Damn, dude. The S stands for slurs. Um, Here you go, Chew. Uh, he said, oh, what he yeah. said was that somebody noticed and recognized Mrs. Hot Dog. And I said, welcome to a show. <laughs> that's what you That's what you said. It took exactly. me 19 weeks, dude. <laughs> 19 weeks to what? Drop the hard F on here? Yeah. It's because hey, these dogs smell so good. Give me that one. I dropped that one on the floor. I'll eat the floor dog. Well, yeah, and we need a, we need a fifth one, too. They're heating up. Okay, because we can't leave Alex out of here. By, we have, by the way, we have new interns coming in. Well, you'll be introduced to them later as, as, as things go on. Anyway, that's a little bit of uh, Dr. Hot Dog letting you know about the NFL. Now we move on with the regular parts of the show. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. But you you never know. We could get more F-bombs or something like that. We'll find out. We're going to devour some hot dogs. Uh, We're going to get everything else lined up for the rest of the morning. Uh, Joey Rose's... Joe DeRosa actually now has a conflict. He's not going to be able to make it in this morning. Sorry about that. Um, but, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have a show. We're still be here till 10 a.m. having a great time. We're mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. The top 30 rock songs delivered straight to you. The L.A. Lloyd Rock 30. 2024 has been great for guest co-host on the L.A. Lloyd Rock 30. And this weekend is no exception as we welcome Dead Poet Society back for their third appearance to talk about their forthcoming album, Fission, that will be available for you on January 26th. We'll talk to their vocalist, Jack, and count down the top 30 new rock tracks of the week. L.A. Lloyd's Rock 30. Heard all over North America. From the studios of KLBJ this Saturday night. Starting at 9. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the Odd. Let's get into this. Uh, there is an unregistered acupuncturist. I don't even know what that means. An unregistered. Didn't do their paperwork. I don't know. This is in Quebec, Canada. They're just sticking those needles anyway. Montreal public health officials are urging anyone who received acupuncture-like treatment... From uh, Dayarshji Bayagskalan, also known He's as Dr. Bob. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Bob? 
They're saying, hey, we, we wanted to ask you guys a favor. Uh, could you guys get tep- uh, tested for a hepatitis B? Could you also get tested for hepatitis C? Oh, you're also going to need to get tested for HIV. Yeah, in a release uh, on Tuesday, they said the risks stem from the possible reuse, uh, cross-contamination of... uh, Here's the deal. The guy was not registered. He only had one set of acupuncture needles. That he got from a needle exchange. And he just kept breaking them out over and over again for people. And using them. You just you, you hit it with the the big lighter real quick, and it should be okay. Well, I think it's kind of what he was doing. And he said, I, "You don't need to. You don't have to have." He said, "It's too expensive. You don't need to use different needles every single time," which is what all the best tattoo shops say. Doctor uh, Genevieve Cadieux, she's an associate chief of infection. Mm-hmm. That means she's in charge of getting people infected. No, she's in charge of helping people. And she said, "Look, here's the deal." The reason we're asking people to get tested for hepatitis B, hepatitis C, and HIV is that uh, those are particular bloodborne infections uh, that are very easy to spread via shared needles. She recommends that people that receive treatments such as acupuncture, cupping, or any kind of injections from Dr. Ba gets screened. She mm-hmm. said, look, the risk is low. We know it's low, but uh, it's considered to be greater than the threshold above where we would recommend people get tested. Look, they said, look, here's the thing. We're not guaranteeing that you're sick, but you're not well. So go get I tested. I love that song. I also love... <sighs> <sighs> I actually feel like it's a victory because you know me. I'm a naysayer, even though I've become. Yeah, let them know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. Does acupuncture work? We're gonna. Uh, get, I don't know. We're gonna get acupuncture for my girlfriend's little crusty old dog because his bones don't move too well. We're trying anything. I love. Should that. I get them in here to do something on me? Well, acupuncturists would they? Get that! I want you to get the dog acupuncturist in here. That'd be sick. You you got that dog in you? I do. Why do you want acupuncture? Are you trying to get hepatitis? Well, I could lose. Uh, it could help me lose weight. Hepati- hepatitis will help you Just lose weight. Just because a needle deflates a balloon doesn't mean it deflates. <laughs> you get acupuncture. Tell first that, needle and you go. Tell that to Ozempic <laughs> users. That's true. Oh, we're mean. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Let's keep you in Canada right now for today's stories. A Quebec man is in bit of trouble. You know that over the um, the uh, the summer, the Quebec area in Canada had more wildfires than it ever has. A Quebec man has been letting people know it's the government. That was starting the fires. They, he has pointed mm. out that the government wants to control people with fear of with, of global warming. Gotcha. And he has been um, pointing out for quite some time on his website that's not unlike something like um, uh, Infowars that the government has been using lasers and stuff to start these fires to keep people oh, afraid. Like oh, like from satellites, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. shooting like Star Wars. Yeah. 
multiple fires have actually even created the evacuation of uh, hundreds of homes, the destruction of hundreds of homes. Some residents weren't able to return to their homes um, for like over uh, a month. Five fires started in the same area. It said it raised suspicion. How could five fires start in the same area? He pointed out this is even a greater chunk of evidence that it was the government starting these fires. He pointed out and even said, look, the experts say wildfires won't start in rapid succession around each other like this. This is clear evidence that the government is starting it. I mean, it said, does does Canada... Are cigarettes legal there still? They are, probably. Hmm. Uh, unfortunately for this gentleman named uh, Paré is his last name. This Quebec, uh, Brian Paré. Uh, unfortunately for him, uh, Canada does have uh, a bunch of cameras in their forests mm-hmm. for wildlife, things like that. And they noticed that uh, Mr. Brian Paré kept appearing on the camera in the location every time a fire was starting. Uh, he is now... A person of interest. He pleaded guilty oh. Monday to thir- more than 13 counts of arson. A parade um, of interest. Well, I can't, yes. Somebody like this, they're either one of two things, like absolutely crazy or just yes. somebody that's smart and intentionally trying to sabotage something. They said that the pre-sentencing hearing that they have ordered a review of Paré's mental state. Um, they also don't want him released because they said they don't know if he's dangerous to the community. They're not sure... Exactly what's going on with him. They don't know if he's just trying to build up and sell his powdered water and his, his <laughs> liquid silver or whatever, or hit, hit if parade. he's not quite right in the head. What is he angry about? They got free health care up there. Not he, for the trees, Chewy. Not for the trees. Um, uh, Canada has the same crazies we do. Did you know that? They're French Canadian. Even with a better life, they're still just crazy, I guess. There are. This is... I think that some people think that the Germans somehow were some special breed of people, and that's how they all were talked how into. How could they follow all those orders and then look at all of them now? Right. And you're just like, how could the Germans have fallen for Hitler? The Germans themselves must have been some special kind of crazy. But it turns out what the Germans were were people, just regular, ordinary people. Run of the mill. And it turns out that people are very susceptible to certain kinds of suggestions, and we always have been. And that's an issue. So there's been a growing thing now for the last probably 15 years. Mm -hmm. It's gotten worse as of late where we have started telling people that there are babies in the basements of pizza parlors, that that Hillary Clinton is drinking uh, blood and adrenochrome from these babies, that uh, elections are... um, being stolen via Jewish space lasers. There's a lot of crazy stuff out, and it sounds insane, except we recently saw a report where 50% of a certain chunk of America said we want to keep going in that direction, in the direction of crazy. But, I mean, even although they're dumb, they're still trying to help. In their minds. When you say, here's the thing, when you say dumb, you're discounting the fact that these are real people. They're not idiots. In fact, a giant swath of these people who want to go in the direction and are worried about these things are people who are making more than $100,000 a year. Mm -hmm. They are college educated. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go to church every week. They're the kind of people you would think like, oh, they would cipher through this. And I mean, they would, they mean, they would, they wouldn't fall for this. 
actually they are using their education to go all the more reason I can justify this. I'm educated. I know what I'm talking about. And this I is read. Yeah. And this is actually happening. Watch that ins- insurrectionist next door on HBO is really good. Yeah, that's they, they that's like an issue. And in, in when people discount and go, well, it's all hayseeds and lunatics. It's no, not. a couple of them no, are regular dudes, and then some of them just have crazy things about their lives. It's not. But and will upset some people. I know that whenever we talk about Jan Six or something, we always get a letter or two. Uh, but you have to continue to talk about it. I don't think you have to call people idiots, but you have to continue to talk about the reality that we have a large swath, not just of our country, of the world in general, that has really taken a huge tilt towards authoritarianism and wanting a daddy or mommy but wanting a parental figure to take care of everything for us that we we don't want to be on our own doing these things we don't really want freedom anymore Uh we want someone in charge who then all hurts what we perceive to be our enemy that's that's how hitler rose this has nothing to do with odd i thought it was because he was a bad painter and that's the other thing that Mornings happens. with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Let's get away from talking about um, organizations that have power over people, and let's just get to the fun stuff. A Catholic priest is in trouble. <laughs> um, he apparently did something that is not allowed. Just days at, uh, So um, in September 2023, Father Tomas Smarsley... The Church of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Angels in southwestern Poland has been suspended. What? And his bishop has even resigned in the aftermath. No. Of uh, because he threw uh, he threw a get together. Once you get the bishop, how old chess board, It's over. He had a, a get together. Is all like a prayer group, like a prayer, like. He had a, a get-together at his house. Bible club? Or? Probably. They were studying a Bible or something, and everybody seems to be upset about it. How old? All of age. Thank you very much. I'm just checking. The prost- the sex worker, and the third unidentified individual. There we go. He's just trying to get some center. We're all of thing. age. There is an issue, though, and the priest remains in pretrial detention after his arrest. For, quote-unquote, failing to provide assistance to a person whose life is at risk. The... What went wrong? Uh, They had... They chained an individual up, uh, and they drugged Ooh. him, and then did sexual things to him. Uh, they... they he, It's, quote-unquote, they violated a person's sexual freedom, because uh, the guy wasn't allowed to leave. Uh, EMTs were able to attend to the collapsed sex worker only after police arrived on the scene. They originally were denied entry. Turns out that the third person that was there was like, "We got a call. We got to call someone to help." Is the sex worker we've hired is not is going to die? And the priest said, "No, no, no, no. I'll get in trouble. I'll get in trouble. We can't." What shade of gray was that? That's the fifty-first shade. Is it? Oh, yeah. Man. And you got to be careful of the fifty. No, never go full fifty-first. Mm-hmm. You forgot the safety word, Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> Father Smarsley oh, was reportedly suspended. He's been suspended. He's been suspended. Yeah, on a cross. They crucified him. <laughs> no, they've, he's been suspended. He hasn't even been fired or out or anything. He's just been suspended while we look into it. These poles. Once again, they're pushovers. <laughs> hey, that's my people. Leave us alone. I'm sorry. Three of the charges are drug-related offenses. One of them is about giving person a person an illegal substance. Another charge is related to violating another person's sexual freedom. There's a fourth charge that concerns causing serious bodily injury 
Another charge for failing to provide assistance to a person whose health and life is in danger. Hmm. A sixth charge for suicide. This Polish priest tried to commit suicide by jumping out of a basement window. Because <laughs> <laughs> Polish people aren't smart, yeah. dude. Got him, dude. He only called the EMTs not to save this other guy's life. He called uh, police and rescue because he had uh, locked his keys in his car. Yeah. Couldn't make a getaway. He needed the police to show up to get his family out. Hey, you know what they were doing? Hey. Balls. Balls are dumb. Uh, you know what they were doing in that in that basement, though? Hmm. With the sex work? Trying to screw in a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only screwing going on. Is he on. the guy that has the screen door on his submarine? He sure does! <laughs> <laughs> we got him good! Thank you for your hot dogs, Poland. Can you believe that every Aggie is Polish? <laughs> Get it? Because it's the jokes. Yeah, kind of the same. Because they're interchangeable. Ladies and gentlemen, that is today's... Mornings with Matt and Bob presents... Nods to the Odd. And uh, we're here till 10. Let's eat a hot dog. We got uh, one call. Not an angry caller. Friendly caller just said that was too political. I, I, you know, I doesn't like to be divisive. He didn't say politics. He says divisive. I didn't feel like I was being divisive. I've actually I felt was, like I was. I, be- was, I felt I like I was being explanatory by saying, "Hey, we sometimes think of ourselves as like, oh, those are other people. That the Germans must have been nut jobs to fall for anything." And what I'm saying is, that you was have the to, divisiveness. You He's have, on the German side. You have to grow up. And we have to teach every generation in school to always be watchful. To always be watchful. Because at any point, people like power. That's it. And you got to remember that people that come to you and say, I want to help you. I want to make great things great for you. And I'm going to do it by hurting them over there. And it's somebody that's already had a great life. <laughs> it's not always someone that's had a great life. That's not true. That's not. You're, you're still talking about one particular instance. I'm talking about just in general. It's very easy for us to be to, to, to be susceptible to these kind of things. It's very hard. Human nature. I'm trying to think of saying. where I've been, yeah. I've, I've watched, been had. I have watched, somebody told me to get in the radio. I have watched a good amount of my friends. Uh, I sometimes watch people on the left gloat about, oh, somehow we are superior to... I've watched a good amount of my friends on the left really slide down into a weird illiberalism where they seem to not make any more sense, and I... Obviously, you know, I've lost, I mean, completely lost some friendships. I've lost some family members over some politics uh, on the authoritarian side. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. Oh, good riddance, I say. Like I said, when you started talking about, like, kosher food and stuff, I got uncomfortable. because You did? Yeah, you can't make jokes about any any part of it. I didn't make a joke about <laughs> no, it. No, I was, I, I, I make a mockery of every single thing. I don't care what class, religion, or race, it's just. You're all, everyone's just people and they're susceptible to being made a mockery of. Mm. Did you think I was mocking I did not food? say you were. We were talking about it and I have the you urge to do that. specifically what kosher foods were. And yeah, I told yeah. you, they're the foods that have the little uh, curly sideburns. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Did you, does that make you uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. I hope they Harry cancel pickles. you. I hope How they cancel you. I canceled over that cancel joke. That joke is in no way, that, Sounds that is making a funny joke. Complaint hotline, who's on the phone? I haven't belittled the culture in any way. Hey, That's caller. purely observational, goofy humor. We Com- did go in on the polls pretty hard. <laughs> complaint yeah, hotline. Hey, what, so did the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> what group are you in that we Follow your complaint. Yeah. 
Call Talk it. to me. Yeah, it's you. All right. Well, when the media only takes one side and gaslights you and says don't do your own research, it's kind of hard to uh, agree with them. Okay, there's the, okay. When you say the media, what does that mean to you? Because technically, we're the media, and yeah. I'm a dude that goes home, doesn't media. talk. Hang on, hang on a second. Gasping. We can't ask him a question, then talk over him. Uh, what, what? 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 What does the? I hang on, hang on. What is the media to you? The mainstream media, every news station, all those, all those news stations, ABC, CNN, Fox, all of them. I don't watch any of them. They're all mainstream media. Okay, so. Newsmax? Where, what? So where are you? So where, are you getting information from people that don't have any reporters? I mean, what what does that mean to you? You go find out yourself. I look at a variety of sources. I don't look at the headlines of the mainstream media, but I look at what I mean. People on Twitter or people posting on social media that you can research and fact check to show that yeah, they aren't just blowing smoke. Like, give me. I'm asking you to give me some kind of a example, something that I can, something that I can use. Saying, "Well, I I listen to people" is a generalized statement that it's hard for me to 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 deal with. Okay, a recent article I found was on the Gateway Pundit. Okay, which which mainstream, which which is mainstream media, right? Well, they're not affiliated with Fox directly or with uh, some of those other companies. But you're so talking about you're talking. Here, here's the thing, though. When you're talking about a multi-million-dollar media conglomerate like Gateway, how how does how are they separate from any other multi-million-dollar media conglomerate? Well, I think the reporters you see on TV are propagandists. They lie to you straight to your face and expect you to believe it. Here's the history. The Gateway Pundit was founded prior to 2004, according to its founder, Jim Hoft, who's the owner, to speak the truth and to expose the wickedness of the left. And it makes uh, reference yeah, to the Gateway Arch. And, hmm. Right. And, and, and but then, doesn't that shake you a little to know that an or, a media organization said we have been founded to go after a political party that, I mean, it doesn't really doesn't really feel like i'm looking at somebody who's Sounds i mean i feel like, like somebody's going to cherry pick their news then if okay so then how about if people on the right there's a radio station that's in austin i won't name it but i don't <laughs> what klbj am is that where you want to go walk down and talk to that guy right now they literally they work with us on the other side of the wall we know who they are and they know how to get them but i don't i don't no 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 not the morning guys are, I used to listen to them, but the people who took over from us, Rush Limbaugh. Right. I don't listen to them. They don't provide the same level of news that Rush did. They talk about soccer and sports, and that's not important in a political atmosphere. I, I okay, they talk about culture and yeah. social stuff, I guess. I kind of hear what you're yeah, saying. I mean, don't, I, yeah, I, I, and I mean, I, you know, we we said early on in this show, Big Tent, anyone's welcome to call, and we, we don't want to belittle anybody. I, we we might see the world differently, and I, I'm not even trying to fight with you. I I understand wanting to hear your news, but what I don't understand is what what chain when you say, well, they want to talk about soccer. What what if somebody's talking about something else, how does that affect any change, or what does that do for for you? I don't, I'm not saying that in an accusatory way. I'm genuinely asking you, how does that affect change for you? 
also, if you listen to Rush for years and you grew your vocabulary listening to him and he talked about anthropogenic uh, global warming and he talked about uh, feminism and he talked about uh, different popular, you know, his perspective matched the culture. News. Yeah. And, and the new guys, I don't feel they don't match that same tempo. They don't keep up to the same standard that Rush did with this broad stroke. So this is the industry. Well, I think, no, I, I think it, what I was what I was aiming at really is that unless any of us individually gets off our ass and goes into the community and works, then we're not actually affecting change. Listening to news doesn't do anything to us except kind of break our brains. In all fairness, Rush is the spirit of the radio. Sir? Sir, sorry, we had a soccer moment. Let's get back to the point. Here's Even if you're on all those news sources, I still want you to listen to our show. We have fun. We try. We probably have all. Matt and I have. Matt and I argue over political views, over real estate, and different things like that. Chewy thinks I'm a right wing bigot. I don't think he's a right wing bigot. And I think Chewy is a left wing idiot. But what's funny is I get. Letters from people on the daily calling me a left-wing idiot. So uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a man with no home, I think, in this country uh, as far as how my well, brain have, works. Have you seen the rent around here? I think the center, has moved. the center is moving farther left every year, and that's the problem. That is – okay, but really, if, I, if I could, sir, if I could, sir, what you're saying right now is by the data – 100% incorrect. The center of this country has continued to, since the mid-70s, has continued to drift further and further and further and further right. In fact, um, the light that can be found between a Joe Biden and a, a neoliberal like Reagan is non-existent. They're, they're essentially well, the same what candidate. Okay, you okay? You I, if you can't bring up somebody from the 1960s when I talk about the night when I say hey when we're going from the 1970s beyond this we know for a fact because we this is a place where we get data we know that the center of this country is much further right than it used to be. What about RFK Jr.? I mean, he's being uh, belittled by the left, and they're not calling him a true left wing candidate. Okay, I'm. I am. I. How do you, when you listen to the show? How do you see me politically? Left to center, but you're not like far left. Okay, would you consider me part of the left? Because I'm going to tell you that I think RFK Jr. is a is an is a, an idiot. Whoa. Like I think he has a broken brain. <laughs> like he actually, I don't under. I mean, I feel I actually feel bad for him because I don't know why he doesn't have somebody. You need to have somebody in your group and in your company that occasionally tells you no and goes, hey, dude, mm -hmm. you, are you okay? And gives you a hug. Don't listen to this guy. He but hates RFK Vivek Ramaswamy. He's done so much for the environment in New York. How can you think he's an idiot if he's been representing those people being affected by the pollution in the Hudson River and, and held those big companies and corporations accountable for polluting a public water source? We... we you can do good and not be well. That Those two things don't – there's not a zero-sum game with something like that. Also, if you want to talk about things that he did in the 1980s as opposed to now, I mean, I just think that people can be different between the 1980s and now. I mean, 
Uh, Chewy yeah, used to be in the in the nineteen eighties. Chewy was thin, and look at him now. No. <laughs> Chewy grew. He didn't change. Yeah. <laughs> evolve. <laughs> can I ask actually, you? Can that's I actually a pretty good line? Can he I ask grew, you a but he question? Evolve. How 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 much of your day is spent thinking about these things? Um, I'm trying to cut down on it to about two hours a day. That's good. Okay. That's good. Yeah, you can't obsess over the stuff. You got to live in the now, and think about the future when it's necessary. Yeah, I will. I'm not going to. Well, we're not. We're not in the business of telling people how to live their lives. I will say, even cutting down to two hours. Have you ever tried to go like 14 days, no news, from any of I, the? Because I will tell I you. Really wish I could. You've probably heard me say on here a lot. I used to fight with somebody else a lot because they used to they they thought that CNN were the good guys, and I said I think CNN is a money making machine that they they put out. They will take stuff from their opinion page and put it on the front page of their news site. They feed on the tears of liberals. They feed on people's fear and tears. Yeah, and I I think that CNN. I don't see a, a difference between CNN or the or the Foxes or whatever. I think they're all doing the same Y'all thing. Y'all are in agreement there. They're all trying to get clicks because that's no, what the they, money they, is. They all do. That's where they're trying that's to get the money. And guess why, why I know that? Website, guess why I know that? Because I work in a business where I have to go to meetings and they're like, do what you can to get clicks. Do, do what you, you can we to don't get talk clicks. Politics. Yeah. But well, unfortunately, this conversation is not going to give you a lot of clicks. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think. Hey, look, <laughs> I think I, you were all six of us. How many we got in this room? And you five. We're we're doing something that so few people are doing anymore, God's which work. is talking, right? Oh. Well, yeah, if you I and have a friend I talk with now that is we are very constructive. Years ago, it was not the case. Yeah, and you have to get. We have to get back to. It's still one of my favorite memories. It's one of the reasons I decided to live in Austin. I went to a place called the Showdown Saloon. doesn't exist anymore, okay? But the night I went there, first of all, I went there. I was under 21. I think I was like 19 years old or something. 25-cent beer night? Snuck in there. It was pitchers. Pitchers of Shiner Bach were $5 for a pitcher, yep. okay? That's the good old days. I sat at a table with a lesbian, her friend who had a giant mohawk. There was a, there were two guys there. One of them worked for Southwest Airlines. He was a baggage handler. The other one was a plumber. There was a guy there that was a UT professor, and his buddy was there who was there from Lano, who had a big old cowboy hat. There was a gay guy at the, the table. I mean, it was like the village people, dude. <laughs> and we sat around laughing was there an about Indian chief? how dumb each other's ideas were, but we kept buying rounds of beer. And I love being there because no, I didn't have to get up to get the beer because they were like, you're not 20. There's no way you're 21. And I was like, I'm not. And they're like, ah, just sit here. It doesn't matter. You're 18. You can get shot at. You should be able to drink beer. And we drank beer all night. And I was like, I love this city, right? Mm -hmm. And we see less and less of that now. And there has to be a well, point where you chat with each other because the thing is, is that people are making money by telling us that our neighbors are our enemy. And that is unpatriotic. And that we want to destroy the country. Why would we want to do that? We have to live here. Yeah. Makes no sense. Well, I, I am quite a sinner and I used to get my hair cut at Reunion Barbershop and they're definitely left the center. Um, but a barbershop. I, mean, I just, but at yeah, the end of I the mean, day, bro, we like the same barbecue. We we drink the same bush light with Sawyer Stoll. We're, we're going to be in the same places, and none of that stuff gets brought up person to person. Yeah, They've I all divided us. People on the other side of the line. I mean, I 
you have to. You can't just stay in your echo chamber, whether it's a right wing or a left wing echo chamber. You can't. Yeah. Well, this is going to be my hint because I, I've done it. I do it for myself occasionally too. It's our job here to to know what's going on in the news, right? And you get into a lot of it, and I go down. I have a habit of going down Twitter threads and getting furious with some people and their responses. I don't. I've learned to oh, not. No, I, I don't even engage yeah. anymore. But a couple of years ago, I just decided, and I did 14 days. Didn't go to any news sites. None of that. If it was a big story, it trickled up through my wife. The big stories meaning things like, "Hey, did you hear school is, is shut down tomorrow?" Or um, you know, because most news stories don't even affect me directly, right? Most of the stuff that's in the news does not actually affect me directly. But it reset my yeah, brain I mean, a whole lot and helped me calm down because I, it, it, I don't mean this is a criticism to you, brother, but two, even two hours a day of going through this is a lot. That's a heavy diet, man. Uh, I used to be four to six, so I, I feel better what? going down. No, that's yeah. why yeah. AM's killing yeah. it, bro. I know, but what do you do for a living, dude, that you're getting paid to do this? Drives, right? Oh, part-time 30 hours a week. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Part-time. All right. Wait, did you say hard time 30 hours a week? No. Hard time. Part time. Uh oh. So uh, you're not liking Bidenomics? Is this an extra part time job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you fighting for? Uh, like, you could be using that time to, let's just, it's just a bad example. Maybe learn invest, like in, investing and spending time doing something that might. Yeah, focus on where these help. You, like, are, you, are you are you trying to save the world by watching the news? I'm like I'm 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 at a loss here because I think about maybe thirty seconds a day about this stuff, if at all. It used to be I'm different too, though. I'm, huh? Some people am I are... selfish? Am I not? Am I not a good person no, no, because I'm not watching some form of media news or? I'm I'm uh, I'm in a temporary living situation right now. Okay. So enjoying my hobbies is a little bit harder because I have a storage unit, but right. then I'm just making excuses for not going to it and getting it and doing it. But right. my hobby does require above 32 degrees for my paint to cool on my figurine. Gotcha. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. Wow. Right. Are you are you painting God. real real dolls? <laughs> no, they're forward to uh flame the war it's a, it's a oh my god you don't escape the politics yeah, of dude. war and country <laughs> patriotism do you? you've you've leaned full no, into it just my man. ride a roller coaster or something <laughs> we're all gonna chip in and buy you less paul buddy I think get those I don't have that kind of money. I don't even care if we fix yeah, a listener. Let's spend that kind of money. <laughs> hey man, down to resale. Yeah, we're big. We're big media, so we got to go make some money with a break. But uh, well, I appreciate you yeah, calling sir. in, man. Thanks, man. Thank you. Have a good day. Absolutely, right. man. Take care. Uh, we are mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. You know the lines. We're mainstream cool. media. I missed. <laughs> I missed the floater because of that. I wish we were mainstream media, bro. We could have some mainstream. We're money. lamestream media. Mainstream money. Look at Oliver. This is our one, uh, our one guy that does the cameras. Hey, things go well tonight. I'm going to be a mainstreamer. I'll sell out real hey, quick. Hey man, don't I'll forget so the little bad. people. Will I'd you? love if the Illuminati. Bob, how could I ever forget? Other people have. I, I appreciate that that guy didn't call up and immediately. Go screw you guys. I he bet you said, won't appreciate the next four calls. I might. You never know. Can we? <laughs> can you? Can you screen them and we can find out what's going on here? If in a they want to, if they want to stay on, yeah, absolutely. 
Good morning, man. Bob. Hey, I want to remind you, too, that um, Bob's son, Dylan, named after Bob Dylan because Bob's a radio dork. Yeah, not Matt Dylan. Bob D Y L A N. Yeah, your son is up for a giant cash award. Your son sent some work. Your son's one of these kids that came to you when he was 14 and said, I want to drop out of school. I hate school. And you panicked. I remember when you were in here every day, you were like, I failed as a father. You found him, you got him into a self-paced school, and he's just, he's, he's, God, he's doing a great job. He's doing great. Doing great. He's doing, he's getting by. He's getting by. And he, um. No, no, great, you know, I mean. He entered into a video contest for um, some banking organization or whatever. He's a finalist. It's him and another guy, and he could win nine GER today. Well, got yeah, or down the road. I don't know. I don't know how Tell many rounds there on the are. Chiefs, and he can be an 18 girl. <laughs> <laughs> who turned him on to this? A uh, friend we know that works at a bank locally, I think. Said, Jesus. So you got to roll in those circles, man. Yeah. You roll in those Bob circles. Knows a, those yeah, Soros Bob, circles. Yeah. Bob knows some I of I learned about it in the mainstream media. Uh, we have we uh, apparently did this. There's a switchboard light up during all that? Yeah, unfortunately. I hope it's, uh, I hope they're nice. Anyway, if you want to help them out, go to my Instagram and check my stories. There's a link there, and you can uh, you can vote for his uh, little 30-second video. I think it's going to end at 10 o'clock today, like a half hour from now. Mm. So uh, I think he's in the lead right now against whoever, whatever he's whoever yeah. he's playing against. But we've tried one of those level up kind of things. We've tried to. Thank uh, you. I don't think we've talked actually any politics, meaning we don't talk about politicians necessarily, but we do talk about pol- – you can't not talk about political things that are happening to you that affect right. you. We've had a bunch of laws happen in the state where the law, the state has said we want you to have less freedom. We've talked about that openly. Sure. I don't know why we wouldn't talk about things that are affecting our daily lives. Because um, you're destroying the country as but well. But we try, we've tried to be much more open-minded and also hear callers that, that, that disagree with us. And I appreciate those callers. Uh, very few of them are calling us a-holes or whatever. They just call and disagree. It's, it's easy to do. Uh, we got a full phone bank. We'll take some of them and, and rip through them if you want. Yeah, let's uh, election day 2024 is approaching. Let's go to some calls. Voters out there as they were, Bob Fonseca. First up. I forget this guy's name. Look Call at Bob. Bob has zero patience for any of this. I like. Can I go home now? I You're mean, on like, the air. if we're going to talk politics, I just jump in my EV and uh, head for the hills. Yeah. I don't. I, Bob, you know how you feel when we're talking about this. This is how we feel when you talk about electric bicycles. <laughs> I like. I want to. I want to talk about rock and roll. And EVs. Both of those things kill people. And. Uh, uh, and IG girls. Well, luckily this idea. caller had one thing to say. What was it, right, caller? Go ahead. Caller. Oh, he hung up already. All he said was, I'm no one I heard that, then he hung up. Let's go to this caller before we get to the smart ones. Caller. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, what's, what's up, up? John? Hey, I just, uh, real quickly, I wanted to thank y'all for uh, using my uh, contest idea. It was liquid gold on, on the radio. We want to thank it. you. Do you realize that John Test provided two of the best calls we've had mm-hmm. in, in probably a year? So thank you very much, John, for the John Test. I wish we could have got it on video. Hey, we'll real quick, uh, for the gentleman that called in before, if you're getting your news from Twitter or Facebook, uh, you've got some bigger problems than listening to the news for two hours each day. Yeah, well, that data bill. It's coming from John Tess. Yeah, that's that's. We're trying to be. We're trying to use kid, more kid gloves, but he's trying to find the real news out there. I but. do. I do believe in that idea of of taking a news diet. Is very helpful to people. Just reset. Man, I, reset. Break up with news. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my wife doesn't listen to any news whatsoever. I'll, I'll come up to a story with her. She hasn't heard of it. She doesn't know anything about it. 
and I value that so much. It's bliss. I'm going to say, it's bliss. How, much, how much happier is she in her day-to-day life than you are, John? 100% I'm yeah. miserable every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad we could be a part of your misery, John. Thank you, John. Nah, but but seriously though, it's it'll it's so detrimental to your health to listen to that crap all day. Yeah, I mean, I understand wanting to be informed or whatever, but it is it's part of human nature that we really to be, to be informed. Who's informing you? Well, that's, that's the point. I know, but I do like to know things like uh, that. The city of Austin is allowing accessory dwelling units. That's going to affect me because right. I own a house. Those are the things that I need to know. But news has become like that sore you have on a. Uh, uh, where your gum meets your tooth mm. and it hurts like hell to touch it but you can't stop touching uh-huh. it with your tongue and you keep going back to it that's what we're that's what we're doing hey john we're going to do one more round of the john test coming up here in about 10 minutes people will call in john created the contest you call in and say you pick which commercial you want to sing and you have to sing it in the style of michael, michael McDonald. mcdonald yep so uh what uh, we need to do the mci commercial it's got to be done all right I wish somebody would do it because that would. I mean, that, that made the 1990s for me. How did that one get on? You get on YouTube, watch the commercial real quick, and then they have no excuse. <laughs> All right, thank, thank Thanks, you, John. John. Appreciate it. Yeah, sometimes some people are only good for one good idea. Let's go to David. Aloha, brother. Aloha, I mean, brother. aloha. Election 2024. Like <laughs> be, being a native Hawaiian, everybody needs to live aloha. And the best way to do that is malama pono, malama po aloha, and that's take care and keep the love. And the best news you want to listen to is MBC. And that is Matt, Bob, and Chewy. So what you're saying is hang loose, brother. I thought he was That's talking right. about that, that, that patty over the rice with the delicious gravy. I love that, that stuff. Yeah. I want that. A little bit of spam. Oh. Hey, brother. Nice. Hey, brother. The bird has two wings, a left and a right, and so he flies. Ah, That's right. How's it, brother? How would somebody with this much? Yeah. You got too much wisdom to listen to this dumb show, sir. If you start singing some, what's that? If you get your ukulele out now and start singing. Somewhere uh, over the rainbow. (laughs) We need to share weed. Let's go to Umar. Umar, how's it, brother? Election 2024. How's it, brother? Want some beef? (laughs) <laughs> love you, love the show. Um, hey, um, uh, before I get to the uh, topic, um, I just I have a quick uh, shameless request if you all don't mind. All right, we'd love to play. Uh... My, it's it's my wife's birthday tomorrow. Uh, Asma, yes, I make you all wish her her happy birthday. Happy oh. birthday, uh, M- Mama Umar. No, what's your name? Asma. Asma? Asma. Okay, happy birthday to, to Asma. We love right? you, Asma. Thank you for producing a wonderful child. No, you deserve the glory. Wait, he doesn't have my any wife. kids. It's my wife. It's his wife. Oh, it's his wife. I thought he said his mother. No, it's my wife. No, he I hates his mother. <laughs> well, thank you for making love to a tremendous man. Thank you, Asma. You still do it. Thank you. You don't have to. So, so um, uh, uh, about the topic, I, I, I don't have much to add. I pretty much agree with everything. Matt said in the last 30 minutes. I'm sorry oh, yeah, for that. You're a sick, you're a sick <laughs> puppy. Oh, y'all are the yeah. smartest in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I do have a small quibble, small quibble. So I'm not going to, I, I've, I've listened to Matt enough to respect his uh, intelligence, but he has the data to back it up when he <laughs> says that the, the country's been moving to the right Get since the 70s. Uh, no, no, no. That's, I'm, I'm sure that that metric is correct. But um, in, I, I think that at least in the last 10 or 15 years, there's been uh, at least a push and pull going on, at least at the federal oh, level. The push a pendulum swinging. Mm-hmm. 
right. So, um, like you, you um, and I think um, I don't know why, but uh, I, I feel like the Occupy Wall Street movement that happened ten to fifteen years ago. At one level, people say, "Oh, it didn't happen. Nothing happened out of it." But I watched a lot of the news last twenty, thirty years, and for example, I, I, uh, the level of conversation about income inequality in this country, you'd never hear that on the corporate media like you started to hear in the last ten years. And I think that that that's why Bernie did as well as he did. I think that's why you, he was able to pull the, at least the Democratic Party to the left, and that I think that's why. You have even somebody like Biden, who who was historically as corporatist, a cop, as corporatist uh, mm-hmm. senator as you could be. Right. He's like walking with with union workers, union move, movements that have the resurgence of this country. Now, I, like I do agree with you. I think we that, that the polls we have become a polarized country. Mm-hmm. I should have spoken more clearly and said not that the country, but that the center has right. moved right. Over the years. That would be a specific way of putting it. I will say this. We also have some horseshoe theory going on because the people that sat in the other 99% and Occupy Wall Street movements have now moved into two camps. Some of them have moved into... uh, The the, one under 35. Some some have moved into a very left-wing camp. But 50% or so of the Occupy movement has now moved into the MAGA camp. And those are considered to be polar opposites on the uh, the scale of... But it, it, we cleave yeah. there, you know? You missed yeah, Antifa! Yeah. <laughs> the worst ant. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I just wanted to add that. Uh, thank you for the birthday wish. I, I, I have to get back, um, get to work. So uh, have a good year. All Thank right. you. Uh, you happy birthday. All right. To, Final uh, call. To your lady. Happy birthday Asma. to Esma. Yes. Uh, Sherman. What's up, guys? What's up, Sherm? Hey, Shermie. Hey. So yesterday's call, when you almost got that guy roughed up by the cops, was amazing. <laughs> it was beautiful. Beautifully written. So, beautifully Sherman. performed by everybody involved. Yeah, so, so that's, how, that's where I'm going to start my compliment. Like, the new change or, you know, the new show or whatever. It's paced fantastic. You're feeling you know, you it? Got, right. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that, but, you know, you guys' strength is in crowd work. So, you guys, you know, you got a lot of crazy-ass fans. So you need to get them on the air more because you guys do really good. I know. It's actually kind of nice I because I, I'm not kidding you right now. We have, and he's been helpful. We have a, we have a consultant that we, <clears throat> a polite way to say it would be that we get to, that we're fortunate enough to meet with. The reality is we're told to meet with him. And he has told us that no listener likes to hear anybody on the phone and that phones are the worst thing you can have on radio. Disagree. And, well, we disagree as well. And he has now said to us, guys, I think what I meant was most people do not have the talent you do to turn that into something. And what we said to him is, that's right. Now get down on your knees and start sucking right here, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Then we rolled him. We took his wallet, which was filled with corporate money. Filled with trade. We took all of that, <laughs> and we went and spent it on tacos because we are the winners. Nice. Well, I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. It's awesome. Hey, he also said more Red Hot Chili Peppers. So that's coming right up give just for away, you. Give it away. Give it away. Give no, it away now. No, no. compliment after Bob was talking about his movie to come out, so... I'm not going to threaten violence at the premiere of that show. Thank you. Thank you for refraining, Sherman. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's go to the original guy that called off the air. Oh, okay. Said we kind of agrees, but still. But still. Thanks, the election was stolen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, my, I guess my thing was I just don't like it when you guys dog Trump out. You can dog all the re- other Republicans out, but I, I don't even really consider Trump a Republican. He, I will tell you 100% Trump is not a Republican. He's a Democrat. So let's not, he is he's, he's, a he's from New York. He's, <laughs> well, he's he got was, a ton of money. He was going to run as a, as a Democrat, but he, I, I think he thought he couldn't win that way. Yeah, I think he saw where the uh, his audience was, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, I would consider myself a, not a Republican or a Democrat, just a Trump supporter. I got you. And uh, I think I think I think that you know the, the Democrats have, have made made him a, a really bad monster, you know. And of course, he doesn't wordsmith his words in a way that he backs out of what they say. He just keeps going forward. Yeah, he's a little boorish, but I mean. The, the, the other but, but, choice but, is a pretty much a dementia patient, and I don't yeah. know how my fellow—I don't talk to other liberals or Democrats or anything like that. But it is—I think there might be some Dems probably heading Trump's way. Do they call it a caucus because that's what politicians do to us? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah, you know, oh, here's the thing: I, I think if you're really fair, sir, you would realize that we do very little dogging of Trump here. Yeah, I know. I liked I him as a host. That's, that's, it's more catting. Boy, though, so I, just, I understand he's your boy. I got to tell you something. And and I do very little dog. And I'll tell you, it, it, you and I literally can sit down and have a beer. I absolutely 100% despise with every part of my fiber um, wealthy people who I feel I feel are out for themselves, okay? Hey, that's that's just, me. I'm pro-working class and nothing yeah. about this guy. And so that's why, I, that's why I'm kind of really opposed to the dude. And... Um, but I don't. I don't feel like I do a lot of dogging here. And I also would say, hey, give us a little slack because there's probably you like to make jokes about politicians. We should be able to make some jokes about politicians. But no, in mm. the end, we like having you as a listener and we like entertaining you. How about that? Yeah, I think it just upset because uh, Trump did a, a better a better thing in business than that than we all have, and we all have and see that's where I would sit that. down and argue with you, and I would say that uh, go look at the Jones Act and look at how that's destroyed destroying the country, and look at how much how how much more we're paying for items because of the Jones Act. You're familiar with the Jones Act, right, sir? I have not seen the Jones Act. No. Well, uh, yeah, and so here's where we will get into is that I will say that when it comes to speaking. Trump is the best by far in moving people and getting them to feel good about stuff. But when it comes to policy, I would say that any time that you start using protectionism, uh, it's an anti-business thing that actually hurts all of us. That's the, and I'll, I'll end my piece right there and say that's a, a, a part of his policy I wish would go away. Okay, well, I, I'll, I'll take that as an action item. I will go look up the Jones Act and whatnot. He didn't create it. Uh, let's to be fair to me, he didn't create it. It's, it's 1920 just that, Act. Yeah, it's just that the Jones Act is a huge problem that this country has, and it's one of the reasons that we have seen prices over the last eight years shoot through the roof. So then what does he have to do with that then? Because it was up to him to be, he could have actually, he was in a perfect, perfect position to quash it, and he wouldn't. And in fact, we created a bunch more tariffs on top of that and a lot more protectionism. And protectionism is not, in my opinion, uh, a good thing to have for any country. So, so why hasn't why hasn't Biden actually backed all that stuff out if it was so Because bad? he's I mean, a co- he's a corporate protectionist just like Trump. Mm. It's okay. all Fair the enough. same as Reagan. It's all, we're going to do corporate interest, yeah. and it's going to trickle down, trust me, everybody, and then they just mm-hmm. take whatever in your culture, buzzwords, and get you to vote for them, and then yeah. they do whatever their corporate interest is. I'm never going to root for the school principal. It's never going to happen with me. I am never going to root for the school principal. I don't think he's cool, because ultimately the school principal's job is to keep you in line, and I don't like being kept in line.
until you come up with ter- the president that mm. comes up with term limits and stops uh, some of the lobbying and what CPAC or whatever, or the person that comes up with does away with the corporation that's actually writing these bills. Don't that make politicians. that hand gesture, Chewy. I mean, <laughs> or once, like this, or once you have that president, the then pers- I'll be like, oh, wow, an outsider that's trying to do something. This is crazy. Maybe a yeah. Until then, they're the same thing. Or a president yeah. that knows how to moonwalk, badass, or do that thing where it looks like you're you're, you're never touching the ground. Uh-huh. You seen that new dance? Oh, mm-hmm. A president does that. Or maybe a that. person that stops abusing women. Women. Maybe that. Yeah, I, That's I a big one, on but I don't think they care. Thing. Yeah. I, I agree with you on the term limit thing. And I, and I but not the abusing women thing? The, no, the whole thing. What I about trying to spin it. What about the company that writes bills for corporations that make the politicians push through? Yeah, I, I will even take it even further. I think it's, it's illegal for us, right, to go bribe a senator or give them quote-unquote yes. campaign denotes. Yes, you uh, can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that, but but they can. Yeah, and, and correct. As a matter of fact, the, the more money that they raise, the, the higher up they are on the. On they can the also yeah, do. Now we're. Now they can we're also do insider why trading. Concrete, now we are the on, people. Why should a, hold on. Why should a concrete company pay millions of dollars to a, dip, uh, 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 someone in office, right? For that's on the road and bridges committee to make them a more senior member member of the, the committee. They should. So they can just write and this stuff is, in the back pocket. This is where Matt and I will agree or disagree. I mean. Capitalism did this to politics in America. That's it. No, I think the law allowed that to happen. Well, who controls the law? The politicians. Okay. Right. right. So term limits and, and, and no better dealing like that. So, Until somebody I mean, changes I, I th- those things, I'll never think any different of politicians running. I See, there we go. We agree. We're in the middle. Okay. All right. All right, man. We'll talk All to you right. later. We got to go give tickets away, man. That's Sorry. Right. We, we got to turn this back oh, to the Doobie Brothers. Don't work that way. It's yeah. going to another Trump supporter. Yeah, they're going. It's going to someone with an Obama phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was election 2024. Thank you, everybody. That was nice. Hey, Bob. Got I didn't know Matt was a Trumper. I didn't know. I had no idea. He's an insurrectionist. Did you know? He was there. Huh? No, I was I wondering just... why he tried to get January 6th off. I have in-laws, dude. Have you? Do you not have in-laws? No. Have you not learned over the last eight years to? Swallow hard on some things. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. No, I like don't. you do that. I go to I go to I go to I go to family meetings now, and I, I hear some thing. stuff sometimes where I think, "Are you effing kidding me?" I right know I'm now? the same. And I've learned to like not nope. not pick apart everything that's said because yeah. it's about the big vision and not the. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. And uh, and I get I get shaky on some of those things, but I'm really proud of you because I know that you sometimes just get you're just fed up with it. Oh yeah. Some oh, of yeah. us don't have. You the know convenience. what I say? Not my circus. Not my monkeys. That's right. We only have time to put two people against each other right now. Call us five one two eight three four zero nine three seven five one two eight three four zero nine three seven. You have to sing in the style of Michael McDonald. America's beautiful. Well, you. That's, that, a, that that's a theme. I mean, that's, a, a, that's a, an advertising that's a jingle. Song. You're right. It's an advertising jingle for the country. So technically, technically, we could do that. We got to kind of roll fast on it too, Chew. While uh, I guess we could do probably a, a time for maybe two. Yeah, two we got here. five minutes. Let's go to uh, first person up, Sergio. Sergio, how Sergio. are you? Today? Doing well. How are y'all? Oh, We're good, good, man. Nice. What do you do? What do you do here in the city? Uh, I'm a driver for a local car dealership. Okay. So do you like? So I, you show up with the car? 
Uh, no, parts for cars. Oh, right, right, uh, right, right. They make cars and fix them, yeah. All right. So, uh, what are you going to sing for us today? What's the song going to be? What's the jingle? The jingle will be the O'Reilly's. Uh, oh, nice. nice. You know, you know nice. this jingle. Nice. And this that is works your wheelhouse. for yeah. Michael McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it. I've been practicing for the last few days trying to call in. God, I hope the oh next person God. wants to do the AutoZone jingle. Get it, AutoZone! AutoZone! But you got to do it in the style of Michael McDonald. Now, do you know, you're not like the guy that called yesterday who had no, no idea who no, Michael no, McDonald no. is. I know who Michael McDonald is. Yeah, yeah, I've jammed him. Oh, oh, hell yeah, oh, he's jammed him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sergio, we're giving the, the floor over to you. It's your opportunity to possibly win tickets. To go see the oh. Doobie Brothers. All right. Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. Pretty good. All right. Got that high end, kind okay. of that high end of the Michael yeah, McDonald I, I, voice I, I, down. I liked it, and I, I it also reminded me it's a great opportunity to let our listeners know that you can get butt plugs at uh, Taboo Lingerie. <laughs> Taboo Lingerie. Thank you. We're gonna, the judges are adding up your scores. We Just are adding on up one your scores. Uh, let's go to our second contestant. This is Zachary. Hey, Zachary. What do you do here in the city? Uh, Lancering. Lancering? Land surveying. Surveying. Oh, I was going to say, I thought he would I thought he said lancering, too. Yeah, I was like, like lancering boils? I thought he just went from boil to boil, <laughs> popping it, going crazy. Land survey. I thought they do that with drones now. Yeah. They, some someone's got to operate the drone, Bob. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, All right. Who's operating the drones? Yeah, what, uh, what jingle you got for us today? Uh, J.G. Wentworth. Oh, <laughs> my nipples are already hard. <laughs> this is going to be good. Got it. I hope it's uh, going to be good. Okay, uh, in the style of Michael McDonald, let's get the J.G. Wentworth jingle. If you have a structure settlement, mm. call J.G. Wentworth. Mm. 877 <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. I there felt that. If you have a structured settlement, is that the lyric? Yeah. Because if, if you have a structured settlement and you need cash, cash now, call JG Wentworth. 877-CASH-NOW. That's 877-CASH-NOW. Incredible. I, I, right. I, I think, wow. I, I He's got my vote. Okay. I think Zachary's to me, is the winner. I don't know who y'all are choosing. We're just going with two? All right. That's, all right. That's good. Zachary. Um, Congratulations. Uh, I'll give it to Chu. Chu's going to give it. I And, and honestly, uh, I think both of them had the same. Neither of them was had a really good, right. fantastic Michael McDonald, but I will say the J.G. Wentworth is a song that I enjoyed more. Yeah. It's just Dan O'Reilly's, even though O'Reilly's is my son's favorite radio jingle. Because mm-hmm. he likes to say auto farts at the end of got it. Got him, dude. Got him. That's adorable. Classic. All right, thank you, buddy. I'm put you on hold. I'll get your info after we're done with these ads. All right, hang on. What a glorious day. What a great week. What a lovely week. Alex is our new intern. He's been in here for a couple days. You guys haven't met him, but you'll meet him next week. Good hot dog day. Thank you very much, Sawyer. Hey, thank you all. Uh, people can go out and support Sawyer if you want to. 10.30 at Cap City this uh, Saturday night or tonight? It's tonight. I'm there so much, I'm going to have to start paying rent. Tonight at 10.30 if you happen to be around. Uh, we can't say legally what it is. We'll just say that he's being looked at Go-gong. by a streaming service. I liked how they just said that. Like, yeah. like, 
there's really only one streaming service that's pushing comedy as hard as they are. And, yeah. and I will tell you, it's a really good... It's not, I hope it works out for you. It, dun, dun. There aren't a lot of prime tickets left. Um, there dun, are no prime there tickets. There are no prime tickets, and, in fact. Uh, and I don't know what the Hulu law is all about, but... Um, what are you netting here? Uh, just, you know, I'm trying to get some clicks for these flicks, but... Uh, go <laughs> Ten thirty tonight at Cap City Comedy. Hey, Bob. Yes, sir. Good week. Yeah, it was a great week. Had a lot of fun. Sorry we put you Great to, phone calls. Sorry we put you to sleep with our politics. It's just too much to navigate. It's just too much. Just, you know, not in my backyard, man. Don't do it. Mm, I really wanted a beer. There's <laughs> <laughs> days like today. I was like, God, I need, I I need something. One in the morning. <laughs> I need it. You really did. And I'm sorry for you.